Warning, the following podcast contains crude language and the return of me, Ian Johnson. You might remember me from such podcasts as everything except the last six or so episodes. Did you miss me? I'm wet for you, baby. Let's do it. A martini shaken up. No! Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Podfix Network that has its final piece remissing of the part of the Lord of the Rings. Tom is the ring, I'm the chain, and Ian is the Frodo. He's uh, back, baby. What the fuck? <laughs> I got the worst one! <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm the ring? Yeah, you're the ring. Aww. It's because I got hairy feet, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Duty Dutrum, and, uh, and with me, as always, is the Tom. Hello, still calling you that. <laughs> I'm never going to stop calling you the top. It's the Chad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the Chad was great. The Chad was great. <laughs> the Chad is stuck. And uh, that man who has been away, he has uh, he's seen the pyramids of Giza. He's gone across Europe. He's even seen a grown man satisfy a camel. That is Ian the Huge Footlong Johnson. It's true, I have seen that. Because <laughs> I was the one doing it. <laughs> <laughs> You can get anything for Egyptian pounds. <laughs> Egyptian, Egyptian pounds. pounds. That's money. Yeah, you guys scoffed and laughed. <laughs> Is it actually? Yes. Oh, okay. We're very uncultured. Scoffed? Yeah, clearly. Oh, Swiss wine. You're expecting <laughs> We're not worthy. We're worthy. Rupees or something, weren't you? That's racist. Precious rupee. <laughs> 20,000 camel. No, I was expecting a giant... 18,000 hump. I was expecting a giant sand tiger that opened his mouth. And only <laughs> <the> currency. <laughs> and only, only uh, the diamond in the rough could enter. <laughs> That's Aladdin, right? <laughs> We're talking about currency. <laughs> Next. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on to Mad Talk. I think that's a fantastic idea. <gasps> Love it. I challenge you to a dinosaur. Man talk. No trash talk, no backwalk. On the black top, just me, you. Man talk. No cat calls, no tag teams, no mascots. Right now. Man talk. Uh, Man Talk, for those of you joining us for the first time, Man Talk is essentially what we, we talk about what we've been doing outside of the podcast, which is not very much. Um, Occasionally you might hear it gold, what are you doing? In uh, which case, turn off the episode and go back to one with me in it. Uh, you know, what are you doing was great. <laughs> it was great. Um, but, My uh, favourite. No, no. We'll, we'll, save, no, no. we'll save Mr. Johnson for last. He has been away for six, six to eight weeks, roughly around then. 42, three, four, five, six, seven, I don't know. Let's let's say fifty days. Let's say fifty days, let's, uh, and uh, let's say fifty episodes. It's his ninth episode today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's leave him to last. Tom, what have you been doing? What are you doing? What are I doing? Yeah. All right. So that makes I, you chart man. <laughs> I have now watched all available seasons of Grand Designs on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. That's a. How many episodes are there? Four. Oh, that's <laughs> two, se- two seasons. And how um, many marriages have God, you seen end? <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Married at First Sight, Ian. Stop oh, watching sorry. that show. Yeah, who would watch that, Dutram? <laughs> Ian, he just said Ian would watch it. <laughs> uh, and then, as you and Ollie recommended last week, I started watching The Good Place. Oh my God, someone actually watched something we recommended on a net- on Netflix for once. <laughs> you should watch John Wick. 
You should watch John Wick. You should watch Blade Runner. Yeah, you should mom, watch Blade should Runner. Watch it's not Blade on Netflix. Runner. When it's on Netflix, I'll watch it. Uh, Ian has the Blu-ray. It's Blu-ray. not on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> That's the discussion. And yeah, no, I'm I'm really enjoying it actually. It's really good. Do you have a favorite character so far of the show? So, or not, not really. Um, wait, wait, wait. For those like myself who have no idea what this show is, because I did hear you say it in the last episode, but I wasn't in the country. What the fuck is this show and what is it about? Uh, so it's about... Stop fixing your fucking mustache, dude. Sorry, I can twirl my mustache whenever I fucking want. <laughs> so essentially, without going too far into it, is um, Kirsten Bell, her character, goes to the good place. She's greeted there, she's told about it, and it's essentially... It's heaven. Yep. Um, and from there, they sort of meet other people. But it's only like the creme de la creme, like the top like naught point zero one percent of people actually end up there. And they put people in neighborhoods where there's everybody's meant to be like a like-minded person. Okay. And you put there with your soulmate. Now, the whole thing is, and what's expl- explained in the first episode, is she's not meant to be there. Mm. She's not the person who... They, she's been they, told that well that they think she is, yeah. and then hilarity ensues. Ooh, <laughs> it's pretty funny, cool. Funny jokes. Mm. Yeah, it's really good, and it is really funny. Who, I would who highly plays God? recommend it. Hmm? Do you see God? You don't see God. You see the architect. Who the architect? The architect. Isn't that what it's called Matrix. in the Matrix? Yeah. Yeah, but, but the person who's the architect of the good place. that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah that, of that oh. neighborhood. Uh, and that's played by I don't remember his name, but it's the guy who plays Becker. Okay. I did like Becker. Becker was a great show. He's actually my favourite character in it. Oh, nice. I really like the way that he plays that character. Yeah. And who does Terry Crews play? Uh, Walter Goggins. Everybody. It's all of them. It's- <laughs> yep. Terry loves his good place. <laughs> but yeah, no. And then also, I last night, I went with my mate Alex and we saw Pacific Rim Uprising. Mm. What do you think? Because we're not going to review for the show, so I go now. Look, look. So, so to put it this way, John once Vega, the of. credits started rolling, so my mate went into a minute laughing fit about the film. It was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> look, look. Uh, it's something that we had discussed. I, I, th- knew this I, was I think be bad. I think we sort of got to the same part that it's a it's a good bad movie. I don't think it's as good as the first one. Because I think the first one had a certain amount of charm to it. Yeah, it And did. I liked it. This one sort of doesn't deliver on that charm aspect. I actually really enjoyed John Boyega in it. I, I think he performs better when he's not putting on the, an American accent. Because uh, I'm not a huge fan of him in Star Wars. I preferred him in this than in Star Wars. I think yeah. he overacts in Star Wars as well. Yeah. Well, that's the character that he's yeah, exactly. playing, which... Is a terrible character. Say whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it had its moments. I think there was, as we discussed, three places that actually had legitimate laughs. And the rest was wow. just like the... You watch this and you can see that they're <laughs> the trying to be to funny. <laughs> yeah. And then there's... Um, it was full... Like, the first one had the same thing. It was full of tropes. Like, it was had deliberately placed yeah. in... Hor- uh, not horror movie. Action movie tropes. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, yeah like was... I remember from the first one, there's like a giant robot that punches through a building and then it just hits one of those little um, metal ball things. That like Essentially, the exact same scenario happens in this one. Oh, really? Except it's a car alarm. How crazy. So it stops and then the car just goes... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's... Uh, look, it's, it's a fun not romp. as good as the first one. It's, 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 I preferred it to Jumanji, to be perfectly honest with you. My but then God. again, I didn't like Jumanji that much. Yeah, me either. 
So, yeah, Ollie would probably find them fighting words. But <laughs> uh, Ollie yeah. cannot make it, unfortunately. Uh, he's at a housewarming. So, he, he cannot be the replacement Johnson to the return Johnson. <laughs> Thank God. Only one Johnson is. A Highlander. There can be only one. There can be only one Johnson. But, Dirty, what have you been up to? Uh, I have been doing a, uh, a wee bit of reading. Uh, I've started reading the... I've just finished a book that uh, that Tristan and Beck recommended to me that's next to you that uh, I'm going to leave to you to return to them. The Astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine. It's a really, really good stand... Astonishing. It's a really and good... Is it astonishing? <laughs> it's a really good standalone book. Like, it doesn't have a, a prequel or a, or a sequel book that I can tell coming up to it. It's essentially that, like... Uh, a bank gets robbed. Spider-Man's the first responder, and Wolverine are the first responder, and they they don't get along. They it's the odd couple. Um, <laughs> but there's like this bank gets robbed, and there's time, sort of time travel diamonds. Shall I read the blurb? Yes, read the blurb. Yes, yes. Go on, Tom. In your best blurb. Shall we play Careless Whisper? Spider-Man and Wolverine, fellow Avengers, but not each other's biggest fans, are lost in time and running out of time. <laughs> Millions of years in the past, they're about to be blasted by, by the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs. Their only path to safety is an uncontrollable trip through history that will take them to the ends of the world and beyond. But if you're going to figure out who's been pulling the strings and get back to their own era, they'll need to learn to work together. In other words, they're probably going to die. That it's is really a cool. Horrible blurb. It's actually a really Not your delivery, Tom, but the blurb itself. It's actually a really, really good, interesting, <laughs> interesting read because like Wolverine is like there's a hack and slash. He runs and he does yeah. his thing. But Spider Man, like when they're in prehistoric era, Spider Man's like, I'm not touching anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm not fucking up time. Pretty much, he plays it safe. Wolverine starts his own tribe and teaches them how to make beer. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. And like owns half of the continent, and he calls them the Six Claws. It's really, really cool. I, I love how when I, I lost the page as I flicked it open, but the first one that I flicked open to look into it was him just uh, Wolverine drinking a chalice of beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, really cool. Uh, so uh, I've been reading that. Uh, I've been reading the book four of the DC comic books uh, Batman series, which is really good. Mm. Uh, that the Joker and the Riddler go to war with each other and they've got their own factions. And one point there is a dead shot versus death stroke sniper battle. That's pretty cool. And oh. they're literally shooting each other's bullets in the sky. That's really cool. Like, they're that, that really precise. Cool. It is a really, really cool book. Uh, and I'm also reading uh, Oblivion Song, which is the new uh, comic book by uh, Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman did The Walking Dead. Mm. So I've been uh, doing a bit of reading. Um, See if Thieves came out during the week. So Ian and I have been uh, doing, been playing a bit of that, uh, getting ready to do some game recording of that. It's been it's been pretty fun. We've been, uh, yeah. been talking a bit like yeah. a pirate. Yeah, 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 We already have a designated captain. That's Captain Fuzzy, because he knows what he's doing. <laughs> we have Chartman, uh, Chartman Zack, because Zack knows where he's going. and he Because like, he's a Chartman. You got like a big, you got a big map room. If you're in the big boats, you have to go like downstairs into the map room and look at the maps. And you have to mm. go like, yeah, it's southwest, but you've got, you know, six islands in the way. So we need to work through that. And then Ian is uh, online shopping and on <laughs> Tinder while we're sailing. The essential. <laughs> While I'm in the, the crow's nest looking out. Uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, we've gotten close to being attacked Part by the Kraken. Part of the team, Ian. Part of our team. We've, we've gotten close to being attacked by the Kraken. Like, oh, all, the, all the guys were on land, and I'm on the boat by myself with all the la- the lights turned off so no one can see us. And we just hear this... And Ian goes, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I'm just... It was so loud. I'm on the boat by myself, and I'm like... Um, and we hear... And I'm like, that's not like a whale or something. And we're so close. It was like... Uh, 
Pirates of the Caribbean where Jack Sparrow puts his boat on land so it doesn't get yeah. attacked. Like that. <laughs> we're pretty close to land. Thank back. Thank God. Um, yeah, we've been doing that. Uh, and I've been playing a lot of my Switch recently as well. So I've been playing a lot of Dragon Ball again on my Switch. So I have to ask you a question about the name of your Dragon Ball Z character on your Switch. Did, did you? Did I share my name with it? Yes, yes. You took you took a picture. Oh yes. Is it pronounced article? No, it's article. Article. It's okay. Arctic L. Okay, because the way that it was spelt, I re- was reading it. I, I, I like, read it. I read articles. Well. Reads as article. Because I, like, I made a freezer race, and I'm like, I want something like cold, and I'm like, cool is taken, and freeze is taken, and king cold. I was sort of frost. I was like Arctic, Arcticish. Nah, that's me shit. That's what Arctic, <laughs> Arctic-ish. He's kind of cold, but yeah. not really. So I've just put. I Arctic. called him lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> just put Arctic L. Yeah, that'll do. But I, I call it. I call him article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get fucked up a lot. But Ian, you've been gone for quite some time. What have you been doing? Uh, Who? Not much. Not much. Um, I've just been working and. Uh, <laughs> Just thought I'd emulate. Wrong. What are you talking about? We, we actually had things to contribute. I know, it was good. We, we, it was we were good. We did I'm things. Yeah. Obviously, I have been gone for what did we say? Fifty-ish days, something like that. Fifty-ish episodes. Fifty. It's, I doubt it's episodes, but okay. And uh, I, I, I've been through Europe, and uh, I've been to Egypt. Uh, it's pronounced Europe PP. Oh, Europe PP. <laughs> Egepte and... <laughs> Egepte. Long, just like Escape. London and Kun-Kun. Uh, Kun-Kun. Mexico. <laughs> Kun-Kun and Mexico. Yes. You want to say it normally? Mm. Europe. Stop <laughs> drinking your damn drink while you're in the spotlight. <laughs> so delicious. Europe. Uh, so when I did Europe, I started in Paris and made my way anti-clockwise. All the cool places around Amsterdam. Flew out of there. Landed in Egypt. Did Cairo. Nice. Saw Giza. Saw the... Um, Sphinx with no nose? Yes. I saw, oh, saw yeah. the, the lady of no nose. <laughs> the lady of no- <laughs> Nobody knows how she lost her nose. Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> trying to find a replacement. It was a Pepsi. It was a Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> Michael, get that. You're ignorant. You're ignorant. You're being ignorant. Just picture a person walking down the street with a giant fucking stone nose in front of their face. Um, I was Follow in London. Nose. I was in Where London as um, you probably seen. Shut up. <laughs> you probably seen on the news. Uh, London had like a huge storm go through. Oh yeah, like, I did say that. Yeah, 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 I was there while that was happening. How'd that go? That was cool. All the London people were like, "Oh, it's fucking cold. I'm gonna stay inside." I was outside running. It's like a winter wonderland. Yeah, like a, like a <laughs> the land of Australian. chocolate. I'm like, "What the fuck? It's snowing!" And I just ran out there. It was so good. I loved did it. Did you get a cold? Did you I, lose a pinky? All right, do you want me to go through a list of the things that injuries that I sustained yes, on yes. my two months through? I'm going to bet eight injuries. How many injuries are you going to bet? Seven. Seven. Seven and eight. All right. Okay, I think you guys right. are probably overestimating it. Three. Six! <laughs> <laughs> a thumb! <laughs> He's uh, counting with his thumb. Oh, it's gone! <laughs> uh, let's see. I have had um, a heat rash. One. I've had a flu. Two. I've had... Um, Chlamydia Not that I know of <laughs> Throat AIDS <laughs> I did have Yeah If that counts as part of the flu I had the throat sickness Not uh, throat AIDS No I'm going to call that flu I'm going to hold that under the flu, flu? Yeah. Right. Um, What else did I have I had Tom's um, closest with three I, I was really drunk in Egypt And I fell down a sand dune And cut my legs up That's three <laughs> That's three That's, That's three. three That's not the German three What's the I can't. Go on. 
Uh, what else did I have? I had a... Richard <laughs> was just sitting here trying to determine the German three. Was that, isn't it? Three glasses. Let's, let's just get some engagement. If and you could just send to our Facebook wall the German three. No, no, I also, I also had went scuba diving and I've, I'm still trying to walk with all what? these... Like, it's taken off whole chunks of skin on my feet because they gave me really cheap fins. Four. So it rubs and it's just destroyed them. I've had... What else have I had? I've had... Oh, Judy could win. I've had a lot of injuries. You got a tattoo? That's an injury. <laughs> Is the cat's an injury? Oh, yeah, you got it. It's heels. I mean, I mean heels. No. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's an injury. Doesn't matter. I've had a bunch of injuries and sicknesses. We're at a stalemate. We've got four. <laughs> Tom was three and I was six. I think Tom's one. That's closer. Hooray! What do I win? Come on, Tom. Mate. Come on, Ian. My you got, eternal you got to think of, great. You've got to think of more injuries. I, I'm, I can, but. Did you break some hearts? Sure. All right, five. <laughs> My own. My uh, six. Own <laughs> I win. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a awesome two months. It's kind of crazy to be back. Kind of also feels like I haven't really gone anywhere. But while I was away, I did get some presents for you guys. Oh. So, he got us newspaper. Newspaper. Newspaper balls. Oh. He, he can tell us what the news was in Egypt. And tape. I, I can't read transcript. <laughs> it's tape. Uh, there's one for you. Oh, thank Do you. Do you know which is thank which? Thank you very much. You. No. So, these are random. The same. They're essentially the same thing. Now, if you Ooh. if you listen carefully, oh, he opened up. Oh. <laughs> I opened quicker. Mine was already like. There open. is another two of these as well. So there's one for me and one for, uh, let's say there's another person. They're very cool. They're little um, what are they called? Canoptic jars. Canoptic jars. Mini canoptic jars. <gasps> oh, um, that's cool. Oh, I've got my favourite on cool. it too. I got raw. And who'd uh, you get? Raw. Oh, fucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, should be different actually. I can't remember. Either way, so they're made of um, yeah, Egyptian stone. So they're really cool. That's yeah. really cool, man. Oh, and look, yeah, Before ping died. I... Newspaper. Hmm? Yeah, ping died. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, but I did get one more gift for us as a podcast as well. Oh. So when I was in London, I did go to the Lego store. <gasps> And I did. I see, don't think the Falcon's in that bag. It's I did see the Falcon. If it's not the Falcon, it was we're going to awesome. be disappointed. If it's a seven so head, I'd be very upset. I did get. I did get a Lego Millennium Falcon. It just happens to be extremely fucking tiny. One eighth your size, <laughs> <laughs> and it has two back. Oh my god! So that's a little. Good. It's a micro fighter. We can we can set a day aside. We can build yeah, it. Yeah, we'll need at least a five month. minutes. Well, <laughs> It's what's the ages on this thing? Oh, six the box to twelve. Is, oh, six to twelve, and the box is a bit damaged. You can take it back. <laughs> take it back to London. Speaking of which, I've got a, a, a Lego Podfix show coming up with Pareto as well. well so there this is something to bring up on the show. This is very cool. Yeah. So when I was in the Lego store in London, it was pretty awesome. You probably some of you might have seen photos. <laughs> Microfighters. I took um, photos with they made some really cool stuff out of Lego there. They had um, the the um, the um, the arm, the arm, you know the arm. I love the the arm. The arm, you know, phone boxes. They had (laughs) they had everything there. It was really cool. Mm. Groovy. Yeah, I have another two canoptic jars as well. So one for myself, so all of us can have one. Awesome. Mm. And you've got a fucking little uh, what's the what's the word I'm thinking of? It's a Egyptian coffin. Oh, sarcophagus. That's it. You've got a little one of those as well. I yes. I illegal- it's got a it's got a mummy made out of jerky. He plans to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I illegally stole some. Zombies. I have to say the worst thing about you buying this, yeah, is so for those playing at home. This is the Micro Fighter series, I've series just, five. I've just turned over the box and there's a whole heap more. <laughs> I feel a collection of Bruin. Uh, right, Tom, can I make one dib on the on the collection? No, I'm a Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter. 
That's all right. I want the normal TIE fighter. Okay, cool. Yeah, we've ha- we're having a call. Oh, do I want the walker? Oh, the walker's pretty cool. He looks like he's riding Stop a camel. Stop being around. such fucking nerds. <laughs> I like Lego. You know what, guys? You know what? I Hang on, no. Wait, I, no, wait. No. Before it's time for the news. Well, guys, we have a sponsor. Ian, you've what? been away. Things have changed. It's almost like I didn't know that that was happening before I left. Well, you can read the sponsor ad. Who yeah, is that you, sponsor? You can read it. Our sponsor today is... Um, it's not on the business card. Hot John's Hot Pants. <laughs> Thanks, Hot John. You've got the hottest pants around. you got the hottest John going <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You've got really cold testicles. Hot John's Hot Pants. They'll sort you out. Yes, they will. <laughs> they are not Hot Pants. They're not our sponsor. Do you know who our sponsor is? Yes, Incognito Comics. What are they doing? They do comics. What makes them different? They deliver them straight to your door. Straight to your door? Particularly the back one. No. Ian's a lot better at being put on the spot than I am. Oh, your day will come. Uh, maybe in your back door. <laughs> uh, so speaking of back door, I uh, know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Incognito is the sponsor for Shaken Not Nerd. They do ship comics right to your door. You know what else they do as well? Some cool t-shirts. Ooh. Have you uh, started reading Saga at all yet? Or you, I'm trying to. Do I haven't gotten to it. Yet. They have a really cool Saga t-shirt that I reckon uh, that probably Matt and I are interested in. Uh, they do comic boxes, so if you buy a shitload of comics, you can actually buy a box to store them all I in. did I've see seen, that Matt yeah. bought a... Uh, a Joker one Joker with, like, one bats. really cool. And oh, I yeah. think there was another one there. One? Yeah. Was it... Oh, it was a bowl... I think it was Kingpin or someone yeah. like that. Was yeah, it yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. like, Kingpin and the really Defenders cool. or something like that on it as well. So. I saw them post the Joker one with the bats. That's a really cool box. Yeah, and Matt bought it. He, he oh, goes in. Bastard. I want it. <laughs> bastard. Uh, for those of you interested, Matt goes in every Wednesday <laughs> and buys his books. But uh, second, not nerd representative. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a reporter in the field. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so you can go over to www.incognitocomics.com.au. There, the link will be in the description below of this episode. If you want to start your pull list, they've actually got twenty. Uh, this is probably a bit late for you guys, but you in the room, I'm looking at Ian, might be interested. <laughs> Why staring at Tom? But pointing at <laughs> uh, They have 20% off Marvel comic books for Saturday. Tomorrow. Oh, Ooh. very nice. That's including the. Sounds like a marvelous event. Yeah, that- it's a marvelous event. Ooh. Mm. Is it too soon to say our plans for the future? No, it is not. Go ahead. Comic book day. Yes. Some say it's a day for comic books. What day is that? It is a day. <laughs> a, day a day in May. In May, <laughs> oh. which rhymes. And it definitely will end of that day of the week with the letters D-A-Y. And it's it, a Saturday. It's a, sat- it's a Saturday. <laughs> do you want me to do it? Yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we, we have said it a couple times, but we are doing our first ever Shaken Not Nude live show. It's live. And some of you, some of the listeners are aware of this. Uh, we are doing a live show at... Fuck it! Let's do it live! <laughs> <laughs> we are doing a, a live show at Mel- uh, Melbourne, Burr, really, uh, at Incognito Comics on Free Comic Book Day, and I believe that is the 5th of May. There will be giveaways, whoop, whoop. multiple giveaways. There will be raffles. There will, of course, be free comic books. And we'll be there and we will do a completely unedited, uncensored, not that we censor our show as it is, show. <laughs> our complete live and uncensible we will show. Hopefully, be live streaming it. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. Hopefully, if, if we can. If everything goes according to plan. <laughs> if we trust Tom, the said it on the, Tom said it on the show, Tom's going to deliver I said it. Hopefully, on the show <laughs> for a reason. But what would be best? What would be the most? I think that would be awesomest. <laughs> I think that would be it. the most awesomest <laughs> gift would be to actually meet some of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you swing on by. 
There we will be, would love to meet you. Of course. And uh, we'll also be going to Supernova, Melbourne, I believe. Supernova. We certainly will. Yes. But there will be... see you there. There will be loads of giveaways. Loads. 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 I believe there will be at least two on the live show. Possibly more. But I can can definitely (laughs) confirm that one of them is over the value of $150. Oh, damn. One of them is... From Ollie, that may or may not be a Sherlock Gnomes poster. <laughs> the other one is a very popular comic book movie poster Ooh. that you definitely want. Really? Trust me. Very, very hot property poster. I think I know what it may be, and uh, I don't want to guess it. I don't want to ruin the don't, surprise. Don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> don't make me go back and bleep it. <laughs> not a good don't film. make Newton try to edit the show. <laughs> All right, uh, but it is that time for well, what is uh, it? Also, before we go on, oh, for sorry, that, sorry. Yeah. Yes, incognitocomics.com. Thank you. Thank you for congratulating me, guys. I've been yes. down hints I'm all so sorry. It is Tom's one year. Fuck off, Ian. It is Tom's <laughs> one oh. year on the show. Isn't that exciting? It is. It's, it's very exciting. Now, Tom, Looks can you recall? Can you recall? What'd you get th- me? Um, I just a- gave me a present. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's a travel present. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Uh, Tom, can you recall the, the theme of that week's weekly theme of your first episode? I was very drunk. Uh, it was a Nintendo special. It was a Nintendo, Nintendo special. special. So, for those of you interested who want to go back and check out Tom's first foray into Shaker Not Nerd. It was mm. a great episode. It's a very good episode. When I was shitting myself the second I walked up to the microphone. Oh. Yeah, but after a couple... And now we're going to do a live show and make you do it in front yeah, of I'm people. Yeah, I'm going to poop my pants. <laughs> there will be alcohol. I'll, I'll just be sitting there and just be like, oh, Hi, guys! We'll slam some Jager bombs at the fans before we go up. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's always helpful. Okay, so you guys are going to do Jaeger bombs with the fans. You've said it on the show, and now it's going to happen. I'll right. do it. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do Jaeger bombs if you fans. Guys, if the fans bring Jaeger bombs. Hang on, no, hang on, hang on. Stop, stop, stop. I'm talking directly yeah, to the fans directly now. to the fans. Ian is talking to the listeners. I will bring Jaeger and Red Bull. Should I remember? And we <laughs> will do Jaeger bombs together if you come to our live show for free comic book day. With our sponsors, Incognito Comics. But you have to call Tom if the Tom. If they allow us to bring <laughs> alcohol to But you have to call to Tom that. the Tom. <laughs> you, have to call, you have to call Tom the Tom. The Tom. That's how you get your free shot. Tom the, the Tom. Tom. And it's time. What's it time for? It's time for... What is it? That news. Really? That top ten news? Really? Countdown. I think so. <laughs> it's a top ten news I'm actually really enjoying this little thing. What's, what's it? Canoptic jar is Canoptic that the word jar. you're looking for. I've, I've yeah. wrapped it back in the paper because I'm I, scared I'm going to break it. I'm not going to have fucking Emotep chasing me for this thing, am I? He's not going to be sucking my soul out with sand. Um, okay, shall we go on to number 10 piece of news? Number 10? Number 10? Number 10. Number 10's piece of news for those of you uh, who are interested in this video game. Some of you may, some of you may not. Um, but Battlefront 2 is getting a completely new progression system overhaul. So the original way was you got a loot crate. The loot crate had random star cards, which were abilities that you could get. These abilities would be, you know, replacing your, you know, your, your main weapon with a shotgun. Or you'd get, a, you know, an impact grenade instead of a standard grenade. Or you, you would regen health faster. Some... Something that would give you the level up. Mm. Does someone still play this game? Yeah, that was <laughs> going to be my next question. <laughs> I played it the other night. It's still not bad. But they're changing it. Completely changing it. It might be a little too late. Um, but loot boxes... <laughs> it's very late. Loot boxes now only contain cosmetic items. Similar to Overwatch. I don't know. That game, the way that the cards worked, just confused and infuriated me. 
I couldn't be bothered actually investing the time to learn yeah. how they worked, and because I couldn't it's invest the time totally to learn, complicated. It, yeah. So it's a little because bit. I was like, why? Do, why can't I get this card? And then Dirty's like, oh yeah, because you have to do this, this, this. I'm just like, but why can't I get this card? Yeah, it, <laughs> they don't explain it either. That's mm. what makes yeah. everything very difficult. Well, the way it works now is if Ian wants to play the game and he solely plays as, let's say, the sniper class, and he he wants a particular weapon or a particular scope, he just has to play that class for so many hours or get so many kills to unlock that, rather than hoping to get it in a in a loot box and spending money to get it in the loot box. He can just unlock it via natural progression of playing that class. And I do only play the sniper because they call me the headhunter. Always hunting for head. <laughs> uh, let's go into number nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a note point. Number nine. Tom, I know you uh, used to like a video game. You used to uh, used to like the noob tube. You used to like the call of the duties. I'll punch in the nuts. <laughs> uh, speaking of punching in the nuts, this is going to be a real uh, kick in the nuts. Uh, call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is uh, possibly getting remastered. What do you think of that? Uh, well, they- I already thought they had said they were going to do it. But here's the real kick in the nuts, Tom, speaking of kick in the nuts. Um, uh, that apparently, it is single player only. Oh. They're not doing the multiplayer aspect. That's Someone has made a meme odd. of this, which is the the episode no Ru- the the level no Russia, where you pretend to be a terrorist and shoot up an airport, yeah. and it is the the character from the campaign going. Remember, no multiplayer. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, that game looks like it'll it, it's uh, getting a remaster, perhaps. Uh, That's a really r- odd choice. Yeah, but uh, I can absolutely guarantee one hundred percent. Even though this game is what good one, Tom. <laughs> even though this game is. Eight years old or around, say, eight years old. I don't want to remember how old I am, thank you. What, however old this game is, it'll get a remaster. And eight it'll, years. Yeah. I don't know how long it is. I've got grey hair now, duty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate myself. But uh, there will be news reports of a new video game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered has just come out where the players can actually play as terrorists shooting people in an airport. Oh, we're going to get We're going to get so many news reports on it. And this game is so old and those articles have already been done. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to redo the same articles. While you were gone, we were having news reports saying there's a new violent video game out on the online and it is free and your children are playing it right now. Let me tell you what it's called. It's called Fortnite and it's causing people to run around on the streets with pickaxes hacking at trees to get wood. Like that one number one, that's not how you get wood. Uh, <laughs> number two, it sounds like they've been playing Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> and they they're claiming that Fortnite is a violent game, but people don't see it as violent cuz it has cartoon graphics. Look, it's been proven that many times that violent that video games don't incite violence. Yes. Well, so, for all the studies that prove it, yeah. there's so Evil many more that disprove that, it. Yeah. No, yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. It's just ridiculous. Let's move on. Number eight. Okay. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, jeez. No, oh, jeez. Um, yes, I said jeez. Uh, Adult Swim has con- hasn't ordered... Rick and Morty season four. Yeah, I was talking to someone today who mentioned that. That's uh, concerning. Very concerning because I want season four already. It's got massive, even like merchandising stuff. Like uh, you go it'll into happen. it'll happen. I think it's just because the last season technically didn't end till October. So oh yeah, yeah, you're right. There hasn't really been that much time. It's too popular for them not to do it. Why would they not? They'd yeah, just it would be, be an away. odd choice. Would be would be an odd choice, um, but there's a large amount of Rick and Morty merchandise coming out now. You can actually get the uh, the, the company Funko make the Rick teleport gun, yeah, and it actually projects it similar to uh, to 
Beck's squirrel gun. The squirrel gun. Uh, it projects. I didn't hear about that. That was fucking that Squirrel <laughs> projects the portal onto the world onto the wall and goes wow when you fire it. That's pretty cool. It's that incognito comics. I played with it. <laughs> it was great. Can I have it there. Yeah, I got to play with it. Damn I want one. My precious money. <laughs> Numbers. Number seven. You see, he has to introduce the number, then you yeah, play the need, number. We I need a double number system yeah, here. This is the double number system. The double because number. you see, if you don't let him do that, then you get lost and confused, and you're just like, oh, what number's the And next then he time? likes to say it again after the noise of while. He goes, all right, so number seven is... Would you like to uh, run the show? No, I, sometimes I figure out what number we're doing, so I think you need to say it before <laughs> and after a, I push it. Exactly what I just said. <laughs> all right. Uh, guys, there's good news. Do you guys like Adam Sandler? Uh, he, he, he's, uh, I'm a fan of his early works. <laughs> I, I can I can tell you one film, one of his. Click his was when he really came into his own commercially and artistically. Sorry, I don't care what anybody. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I teared. I teared in that film. Click. I teared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, when Henry Winkler died. Yeah. Um, Fifty First Days was better. Uh, Fifty First Days was before Click. After Click, every movie after Click, Click is generally pretty crap. Yeah. Uh, but there's one film I will say that. Post click that I like. Stop trying to read the news. Oh, <laughs> it looks like you're looking I, at me. I was staring Stop off into cheating. oblivion. There's one film I will say post click that is mm. pretty good, and that is the Hotel Transylvania films. Have you guys seen them? Yes. Yeah, but they aren't bad. Yeah. They aren't bad. No, I, I like the first one better than the second one, but the second one was still decent. Well, there was a third one coming. Ah, so I'm I'm not excited for it, but I reckon they're they're pretty cool movies. I reckon they're, they're pretty good fun. Oh, they're they're a fun romp. Ugh, fuck off. I think, what, <laughs> I think what makes him a little better is it's not just him doing it. Like, yeah, it is know, It is his crew of mates. It's his David Spade yeah. and um, but, you know, Paul Blart shit cop and all that sort of stuff like that. You've got a team of people making it. So yeah. it's not just one person's limited capacity. Yes. So there is a trailer for Hotel Transylvania 3. It's not bad. I give it a watch. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Pretty fun. For sure. Next Welcome one in. to the What's Hotel next? Transylvania. Number six. Fuck, you're lucky. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys saw this, uh, but it's probably big news to some. It's sort of big news to me. Uh, Henry Cavill has shaved off his mustache. What? Whoa. So many months after he needed to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Henry Cavill shaved off his mustache and he did a little video of himself shaving it off and he's standing in front of the mirror. He's, he's looking exactly like he does as, as normal Superman. And he goes, I know what you're thinking. I shaved off my mustache. And no, this is not CGI. So he had to dig at that. And he, he put the video up on uh, on Twitter and Instagram, and the director Christopher McQuarrie, who's directing uh, Mission Impossible, goes, "Shit, didn't I tell you about the reshoots?" To which there was one just quick. Let's just CGI it on. <laughs> That's so good. I must say, I really, really hope somebody has already gotten their hands on that the mustache, and like the no, hair. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I've got it in the bag. <laughs> Warner Brothers spent so much for this. How much can I get for the hair? Real Superman no, mustache. No, their hands on the video of him shaving it off and CGI'd it so it looks like it does in oh, yes. <laughs> in That'd Justice be so League. Good. <laughs> See, this is just my face, guys. It just looks. Why so did weird. you just let him have a beard in that film? Honestly, yeah, that's just it like would have been better if Superman had a mustache. It couldn't have been. If he worse. just if he came back to life with a beard and longer hair. That's what he does in the comic books. He comes back to life with a beard and longer hair. He comes back with a mullet. And he has the mullet for a very long time. Mullets are not sexy. Let's move on. Number five. Don't you have a mullet right now, Ian? <laughs> uh, it's a holiday growth. Uh, this is what I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> uh, it's on my top head. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, no. Uh, welcome back, Ian. Uh, so Did you miss my naughty comments? So, Fuzzy has uh, has given me the tick of approval to, to use this from now on. So, anytime we have a rumour, we're going to call it Rumour Thurman. Rumour Thurman. Rumour Thurman here. And he, this is Tom's favourite part. This is the Topher Grace part right here. Uh, is that the Venom... <laughs> Tom hates it. Tom. <laughs> the, the Tom hates Topher Grace. Aww. <laughs> The Topher Grace. The Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. <laughs> it's a food, but it's not much flavour. <laughs> I'm just imagining Macy Gray, but she's made out of tofu. <laughs> okay. Um, the Venom film uh, won't have much venom in it. Yeah, uh, that he won't appear until the end of the film, and the symbiote will majoritarily be, uh, throughout the film, black veins and tendrils, and Venom himself won't appear till the end of the film. Yeah, it's a lot of people losing their minds about that again. It doesn't... You know what? If they do it well, they do it well. It doesn't particularly bother me. But I that's the exact same thing they did in Spider-Man 3. It's Venom appeared at the, at the arse. Yeah, but the, the, the thinking... Mm. I think the thinking is that it's a story to introduce the character of, you know, Brock. Yeah. So, it makes sense because he's... Venom is a, a somewhat villain, I guess. Yeah, anti, the, yeah. yeah, the best way to describe him is more villain than not, that's for sure. So it would be weird to have your main character being a villainous person. So you have to have him be a normal character and then... Works the with ending. a mega mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's kind of like an yeah opposite to mega mind. But yeah, <laughs> towards the end, he becomes Venom. Yeah. And then probably for a reason relating to the story, like some person that he hates. Spider-Man. And well, I doubt it's going to be Spider-Man because Spider-Man's apparently not going to be in the film, is it? Peter no, Parker is. will be in the film. Peter Parker. Is he? Tom Holland, mm. Peter Parker, I believe, will be in the film, but Spider-Man will not. Yeah. Hmm. I doubt that the main villain is going to be but Spider-Man. But would, would it be interesting as well, no. because this film comes out in, in October, I believe, the end of October, Venom film comes out, that in the Infinity War trailer, um, we can see that Spider- Spider-Man appears to be on the planet Titan uh, at one point uh, with uh, the... Star-Lord, Drax, and Iron Man. They appear to be on another planet um, that the symbiote attaches to Spider-Man. He becomes black suit for, let's say, like 20 or 30 minutes, and then the symbiote goes into the Venom film. Because that is how Venom gets his powers, because the symbiote was initially on Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man rejected the symbiote. That's why the symbiote hates Spider-Man, because it rejected uh-huh. him. Yeah. And that's how he gets a lot of his powers. Like the, He avoids the, the spider sense because he knows Spider-Man's powers and he's adapted to it. So it didn't wasn't like a meteor like it was in. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Are well, you telling me? Topher Grace was. Are wrong? you telling me that that movie wasn't accurate and that it wasn't good? Not a chance. What? Don't besmirch Tom's film. Topher Grace is life. <laughs> Topher Grace life. Topher Grace life. I'm gonna get tatted across my Hashtag chest. Hashtag Topher Grace. <laughs> Number four. Number four. Uh, Ian, what is the next film coming out by Steven Spielberg? <laughs> Senor Spielberg. Yes. I assume that you're talking about the movie featuring Oasis. Yes. The hit songs of Oasis. <laughs> I believe you're wonderwalling me. <laughs> I don't know what I meant. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what a wonderwall yes, is. Yes, go on. Uh, Steven Spielberg's next film after Ready Player One. Spelled J-U-A-N. Uh, <laughs> will be Indiana Jones 5, apparently, shooting in early 2019. Oh, God. Ooh. What do we think? 
Oh god. I, I, I don't know. What if they have, I what don't if, know what to think. What if they have honest. Ryan Gosling come in as a new Indiana Jones and he <laughs> finds the old Indiana Jones hiding out somewhere in a big sandstormy and Las Vegas looking him. thing? You know what? I'd be okay with it. <laughs> if Ryan Gosling comes in and retires Indiana Jones because he's a robot, you've got me. Perfect. Harrison Ford's a robot. <gasps> Shared universe. Harrison Ford's a robot. <laughs> see, you You've just ruined it for no, me. Now I don't need to see it. Okay, well, it's not how you enjoy the movie. You so. fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> see, Tom's saying that because He's just got he also it. knows the Blade Runner-ness universe. And Blade, Blade Runner-ness? Yes, the Blade Runner-ness universe. He knows the Oscar Pistorius universe. Yes. He shot through the door because he couldn't kick it down. There's a lot of discussion about Blade Runner and whether or not Harrison <clears throat> Ford is or is not a replica. So you will have to make that Replicant. decision. My God. <laughs> Replicant. Replicant. You're a replicant. You can of do's and you can of don'ts. I'm actually reading the novelization of um, Do... Electric Cows Sleep at Night. Yes. <laughs> That's not do what Electric Cows Sleep at Night. Electric Cows Sleep at Night. Electric Sleep? Do Androids Dream of Electric <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> that sounds that like that a wrong. fucking rock album <laughs> in the late 90s. Do Electric Cows <laughs> Sleep with Sheep. <laughs> That's a good I, name. I, I, That's I a good name like, for a band. We should write that down. I like my title. <laughs> do electric cows sleep, sleep with sheep? Sleep at night. Oh, no, I like mine better. Yes. <laughs> do they sleep with sheep? But yeah, I'm reading that at the moment, and I, like an that leads field. us to our next segment. <laughs> you like an electric feel. Just gonna hit next button, unless you have anything important to say about that movie. We're talking about Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Indiana Jones. Are you excited? Uh, I don't. I, I'm not excited because the last one was so bad, I refused to get excited about it. Last Crusade was pretty good. Yeah, you're right. Last Crusade <laughs> yeah, the, was pretty good. Yeah, the last one was really good. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. So there was a bit of news last week that I said uh, that there were test screenings for Deadpool 2 and that they uh, they were in a negative light mm. and that they were doing reshoots of the film. Well, apparently there's uh, been a bit of a leak come out that uh, a Deadpool 2 test screening recently went uh, during this week uh, and that the test screenings for this particular screening uh, had a better result than the first Deadpool film. Thoughts? What's going um. on? Well, that's uh, that's hard to say. It's all dependent on the audience that they're getting, I guess. Yeah, so. exactly. Because they did. I know they did two test screenings for Justice League. They did a test screening for the film that we all saw, mm. and they did a test screening for a unfinished uh, Zack Snyder one where we saw Darkseid and yeah. essentially what we were supposed to see, and apparently that had a higher score. But that, even, that even being said, <laughs> like I, I don't know how they operate these test screenings, but like I've been in movie theaters and seen the same movie twice, mainly Star Wars because those films I always see <laughs> more than times, once. Yeah. Um, and I've been in cinemas where it's barely anyone. I mean, these would all be full, but like there's half the amount of people as the other one. Everybody's quiet. Nobody claps. Nobody laughs at the same things. Nobody does the same things. Yeah. And you'll sit in another cinema, and in that one, they're laughing. They're having they're a great time. They're engaged with it. So, and mm. I feel that makes a massive difference on the way yeah. that you enjoy the film. Yeah. So if the, it is if they're on the audience, and yeah. So the if they're all in a test screen and everybody's just sort of like, mm, not feeling it that day, but then is there another one where everybody's laughing along, everybody's getting into it? I feel like that would have a major. Yeah. Um, it's it's very it's hard been, to yeah. judge it off one viewing. Yeah. And, and without kind of knowing who the audience is, so. That's hard to say. I think, look, I don't think it's going to be a bad film. Mm. I, it can't be as bad as Wolverine Origins, can it? <laughs> oh, it could. No. Can it? It could. <laughs> don't say that, Tom. <laughs> Number two. Yes. Number two. 
So only uh, Ian and I can answer this question. Sorry, Tom. Um, oh. So my perfect Sunday is <laughs> uh, no with but- chocolate and cashew nuts. Oh, here's, a, here's actually a hard question for you. I asked this to Egan on the on the train. This isn't part of the news, sorry. <laughs> Would you rather cut out cheese for the rest of your life or cut out chocolate for the rest of your life? Chocolate. I said the same thing. Cut out chocolate. Yeah, I, cheese, I changed my mind. Cheese originally, is fucking delicious. I originally said cheese and then I realized I was like, wait, a lot of Oh, I've wasted my life. Cheese. <laughs> a would. lot of foods have cheese. Like if it was just cheese by itself and just chocolate by itself, I'd cut out cheese because I can live without just eating cheese alone. But, but cheese is in so many You require foods. cheese as an ingredient. Exactly. Such that's, an ingredient. That's what it is. As an ingredient, I can't... Yeah. I'd, yeah. What was the news? The news. <laughs> uh, so, uh, me and Ian have been playing Sea of Thieves. Uh, it was released during the week. Uh, Ian, do you have any thoughts, impressions that you want to hand off to listeners for anyone who's looking at possibly getting a copy of it or even trying it out? Yeah, look, if you're looking at getting it, the game itself... If you've, got, if you've got friends to play with, you're going to have fun. It's going to be a fun Even if you've game. got one mate to play with, it's yeah, still going to be fun. Yeah, I think, well, ideally you want at least two friends to play with. I think you need to be in a party of three to really have fun playing this game. Yeah. But this game is, it does have some serious limitations, and that is it has no storyline, and it really is quite a basic game in what you can do in it. It's essentially all just mini quests. That's all the game is. It Basically, has no yeah. campaign. It has nothing of substance to it. You just do mini quests to get money to buy cosmetic items. That's all the game is. Yes. Yeah. There's no other modes. There's nothing else to it. It runs well. It's very pretty. It's good fun, but it's very limited in what you can do it and what's actually in the game. Is it worth the full price of a game? That's that's a tough question because it is a full price game and I'm it not is a convinced. $80 $80 price tag in Australia yeah. if you go to most so uh, I'm not retailers. convinced that what's actually in the game is worth that it is really well polished put together good fun but it feels like it's missing a huge section of it okay I don't know what it is but it's there's nothing much to do in it other than essentially mini quests yeah hmm. what would hmm. you think uh, I agree with that. That it is uh, a lot of fun to play. If you've got uh, one mate, it's you know two mates on a on a small boat. But if it's you and three other mates on a big ship, it is so much fun because you legitimately have to. If one of you is sailing, you're basically just he, he's just turning left and right. One yeah. person, if the sheet, if the if the sails are down, that person can't see. They can just see the sails. So one person needs to be a lookout and tell what's coming up. One needs to say what direction you're going. The other needs to adjust the the sails for the wind so you get maximum speed or whatever. Maximum um, speed. Maximum. <laughs> I, I do agree that there isn't much. There's no story. As soon as you as soon as you load up the game, it's pick your pirate. It's not create your pirate really. Like yeah. once you pick your pirate, you can. It's you, just a you random change, generator. Yeah, you, you you pick your pirate out of a random generator, and you can save the favorites that you want. So you can use that. And you can change their hair and their clothes and stuff, but you can't pick, like, I want to scar over the eye, I want to be covered in tattoos. You have to randomly I bet that them. really bothered you. It took me about 30 minutes to pick a fucking pirate. Dutrum is an avid creator character. I love man. creating characters. Yes. You, you, we've bought games with you and then gone to play it and have to wait, like, two hours to actually play the game because you're sitting there going, do I want blue eyes or brown eyes? Like he, he gets all the way down to, like, the cheekbone slider. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. that kind of guy. <laughs> um, yeah. He's the guy that actually uses that slider. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, while Ian was gone, was, uh, a mate of mine and I were playing Monster Hunter World, he was waiting about an hour for me to finish making my character because that's so in-depth of making a character. Um, yeah, but the I'm game... 
The game is a, a bit of fun. You do every mission you do, there's three types of missions. There's finding treasure chests, there's destroying, uh, there's hunting skeletons, or there's like smuggling stuff like tea and gunpowder and stuff. And every time you do quests, you level up those quests. And when you level up those quests, you get better rewards and harder missions and actually like, you know, stand at the anchor in the sand and walk three paces to your left and then look at the sun and then walk three paces to the northeast. And you have to do those like riddles, which is a bit of fun. Um, if you are looking at picking this up, it is on the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, and everyone who has Xbox Live Gold who hasn't used it yet has 14 days of free Game Pass trial if you want to try it out. From there, you can either keep going with the Game Pass or you can get yourself a copy of the game. And what's do. the maximum size of your crew? Uh, maximum size of your crew is four. Okay. Which is a little bit strange, but then it's sort of that line from Pirates of the Caribbean. Actually, about six will do. <laughs> but four will do. And when you get into, there's a big galleon ship against a big galleon ship and you're like shit, they're going to attack us or they're going to ram us. It becomes that whole thing of one person is behind the wheel making sure, you know, when you get hit, you don't, you know, the wheel doesn't spill out, spin out of control and you're just firing cannons and you're going under the deck and you're boarding up holes and scooping water out and it's great. It's a bit of fun. So It is good fun. Yeah. And that's what I mean. It's just missing something to it. Mm. It's just very- it does have end game content. There is raids. You can get a legendary, you can become a legendary part. You can even get your own sort of like a bat cave. You can get a hat. Yes, a, a really, really big, big one. one. <laughs> That's what I'm saving for, a really big hat. But yeah, it's, a, it's, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Number one. I just told you, you have to wait for him to say, moving on to number one. <laughs> No I like to cut him off. <laughs> We've noticed it's been a real good and uh, what? Uh, don't act like you didn't miss me. He has been on point with the soundboard since he's been back. I don't know how, but his skill level with the soundboard's gone up. Yeah, it's got luck. <laughs> he's been using his fingers a lot while he's been gone. Dextrous. No, no, no he hasn't. Picking his, no- <laughs> picking his nose here. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was the Deadpool two trailer that dropped this morning, and today's date is the twenty third of March. Yes, I watched it. I also watched it. <laughs> Dude, tell us your thoughts. It's 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 a Deadpool trailer. It's great fun. It starts off with an Indiana Jones reference. Really? It yeah. is really, really cool. It's it's Alright, stop the podcast, let's watch this. No. Uh it is I'll uh, get it up now. Uh, no. <laughs> it is uh what's the taxi driver from <laughs> the first film? Yes. He's essentially waiting in an alley. There's the taxi driver that Deadpool keeps using. Uh Tom's trying to remember his name. Tom's trying yeah. Come and on, being Tom. careful and not just saying random names. <laughs> don't be racist. Don't be racist. <laughs> Let's move along before we're accidentally <laughs> yeah. racist. It's, it's the same taxi driver waiting in an alley for Deadpool. And it's uh, it's essentially Deadpool running around an alley going, Start the cab! Start the plane! And he's running. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Start the plane! And the guy isn't paying attention. And he just drives through the cab window and smashes the window. And the cab driver starts driving and goes, no, I think I, I think I shat myself. And he goes, no, that actually might be me. <laughs> uh, and then it's a Deadpool hilarity ensues. And there's even a scene of Deadpool riding a Professor X's wheelchair, <laughs> spinning oh in a circle. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. It is really, really cool. So, um, so Pinder. It, Do Pinder. Yes. Uh, so we did share it on our on our Facebook page, but of course you can find that pretty much anywhere on Facebook now. Um, it's a really good. No, 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 no. They have to go to our page to see it. Specifically We're ours. Specifically ours. You need to go there. You, you need, need to, to click the like button. Yep. And then it'll appear. The only place. It's the only place. <laughs> exclusive. In the entire of the interwebs is our Facebook page. Yes. 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 
Okay. I agree. And you need to comment on it, say that you watched it, so we know that this part of the <coughs> this part All right, of the podcast works. And then you got to recommend our podcast to ten friends. Otherwise, you. Then you stand on one leg. If I've learned anything from... Fa- are uh, you turning us both? Yeah, I'm turning both down. Motherfucker! <laughs> uh, I'll turn you back up. That's actually the first time I've done that since the incident. <laughs> I didn't do it at all while... It's it was just go- me, isn't it? For fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, but, uh, Tom, you're going to love this part. I've grabbed Tom's arm. He's, He's actually- touching me. I don't like it. <laughs> He's touching me at my special place. <laughs> Tom... Ian hasn't heard this in a little while. What's the theme of this week, this week's weekly theme, the theme of this week's weekly theme? I've heard it every week. No, Tom, don't do it. Tell the damn theme. Talking about ducktails. <laughs> For those of you aren't aware of the joke, there's probably a lot of you that aren't aware of the joke. Um, we deleted the episode. With we the joke we, in it. we deleted the episode with the joke in it, but uh, oh there was an episode God. where we said every time I say theme, Tom says ha ha like Mickey Mouse. It's true. So that's that's how the joke goes, and everyone uh, hates it, including Tom <laughs> and, and be Javon. grateful that none of you heard that episode. Oh yeah, it was bad. <laughs> like, oh yeah, but uh, sometimes we do content so bad that it never sees the light of day. Not Just like true. a Mario episode. That was a great one. I had two penis in a can. <laughs> uh, yes, but what is the theme, Tom? Oh, I forgot for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's our favourite comic book characters. Our top five. Oh, top five, yes. Mm, thank you, Tristan, for the theme. Yes, thank you very much. And we'll we talk a little a bit about what they mean to us. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, but right after this ad from the Podfix promos. The Podfix promos. The Podfix network. When I actually remember to put the network ad in like I didn't do last week. Podfix. Fuck, I'm a moron. Your guide to cinema etiquette for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. Question 17. When choosing a seat at a largely empty movie cinema, do you... A. Sit directly in front of another person. B. Sit right alongside a couple clearly enamored with one another. Or C. Take a seat away from other patrons that afford you a good you. If you answered A or B, fuck you. For more useful cinema etiquette, join Paul and Wayne on the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast at Podomatic on iTunes or your favourite podcast app. We hope you enjoyed those words from our mates at the Podfix Network. I know I did. Did you now? I did. What was the name of the host? Brado. No, we used him last, the other week. (laughs) Fuzzy. No, we used him before. Greg. Greg. Paul. 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 Yeah, Paul. I'm going to use the countdown. <laughs> that's how I judge now who we Decision we're, made. That's how I judge now what promo we're going to use. Whatever the first word that comes to your first name that comes to your mind, I'm like, mm, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, all right. So the theme of this week is our top five favorite superheroes and what they mean to us. So thank you, Tristan, for the theme. Mm-hmm. Thank you very uh, much. But Tom, uh, I don't know if you know this, but you might know this. I don't know if you do know this. But Ian has do made you know a sound effect because we'd give you a, a break for your vocal singings for Sherlock Gnomes next week. Oh, you need to think of a rhyme for that. Sherlock Gnomes best. Do, 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 no, 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 next do, week, do. not now. No, 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 I'm pondering. I'm, pondering. I'm thinking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but Sherlock Gnomes. I walk dun, up dun, to dun, a gnome about four or five feet. And that's <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Sounds like Ian should sing. No, no, no. No, 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 Ian has made a sound effect. Would you like to hear it for the theme? Go for it. I've missed Ian's sound effects. Top comic book characters. Go for it. 
Deadpool. Captain Deadpool. I am Iron Man. Star-Lord. Doctor Strange. I'm Batman. I am Spider-Man. My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Jeff's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but it's our, our top five uh, comic book characters and what they mean to us. Uh, so essentially our top five favorite comic book characters. Who wants to go first? Shogunat. <laughs> I can go first. Go on. Because that way I can say go around, them go around the be, before anybody else does oh, and ruin other people's list. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> Look, I'm going to say that I, have, I, I actually have read a decent amount of comic books, but most of my comic books have been based on one character. So I am also pulling from the movies yep. as well. Yep. So my first one that I'm going to say is Iron Man. What are you doing, Ian? What are you doing? I was making Iron Man noises. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say my first one's Iron Man. Uh, not only because the first Iron Man film was a great film. Ten years old now. Mm-hmm. Is it ten? Ten. 2008. Oh, wow. Holy crap, we're old. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was a really good film and I really enjoyed it and still can go back and say that it's probably one of my favourites from the entire MCU. Yeah. Um, and it really kicked off the entire thing. Like, say what you will about it now, whether it's overdone or it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. But that film was a great film and it really made me like the character. I love the Tony Stark character. As yeah. as he is portrayed, um, of course, by Robert Downey Jr. Couldn't actually imagine anybody else filling those shoes. I didn't notice it until I watched it uh, recently. Um, but you know the the musician guitarist Tom Morello. Mm-hmm. He is in the Iron Man film. Is he? Yeah, he is a guard uh, in the in the caves when Iron Man breaks out. Oh, you actually get like cool. a close up of his face. Oh, that's oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, no, that the other day. It was such a good film. Like, yeah, you said it, it did set up the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. But not just that. Here is a character. It, it's written so well, and I think it did set it up for these Marvel movies that they took the time to make sure that they were writing them as movies and not just as exposition of yeah. a character. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's what it did so well. Because it did, if you look, it's probably been a while for a lot of people before that you know seen this movie 10 years ago when it came out a lot of people haven't bothered to go back and see it again but it it was told well it had a little flashback if you remember correctly it started off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it just it really displayed a character that is not a nice guy but then it made you love him and if a movie can do that then it's it's written really well yeah and it's performed really well had that really cool phone that you flip the screen up and it goes sideways Remember oh that, yeah, that third when we first saw it, like, damn, that's cool. Damn, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was really good. And even when there was, um, there was a point where there was an animated Iron Man show. Not yes, the it's most, on Netflix at the moment as well. Not, I don't think it's the most recent one. I think it's a little bit older. And I really enjoyed that as well. I thought that was a good. He's show. a bit like a teenager. Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was a. I enjoyed that cartoon as well, and also mm. enjoyed the character in there, despite the fact that it's actually a very different Tony Stark. It's yeah. not yeah. the. Oh, uh, the boozed up um, sex, billionaire playboy sex playboys. demon yeah. <laughs> it's hard to imagine it now but back then 10 years ago a lot of people didn't know who Iron Man was they knew, they knew of the, the name and a lot what of he sort nerds of like. did yeah. a lot of nerds did but anybody else who weren't into comic books and stuff probably didn't know him as a comic book character so much they, yeah. they probably had heard of the song Iron Man like you like myself yeah. at that point in time 
but a lot of people didn't know anything about the character. And I was saying to you today earlier, Dutram, um, that I think that is what has worked so well for Marvel over DC with their films is that yeah. they have all these characters that nobody really knew who they were. And we kept seeing them, I think, with low expectations because we didn't know who they were. We didn't expect them to be that good. And even if you remember back to Guns of the Galaxy when that came out, everyone was worried. They were saying, nobody even knows who the Guns of the Galaxies are. Like, why would this do well? But that's, I think that's exactly why a lot of these Marvel movies did so yeah. well. Well, that, well, that's even the thing. The um, Doctor Strange film, right? I was excited for that film, despite the fact that I knew little to nothing about that character. Whereas, like, anybody from DC, and it's a testament to Marvel and the way that they've done it. So, even if it was, like, a standalone cyborg film, yeah, I know that irrelevant of Justice League, even before Justice League, how they announced that that was going to be a thing, I was like, I, I don't care. I, yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not someone you could even care about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's the other thing with DC is you go in with certain expectations because you know who Superman is, you know who who Batman is, and you expect a certain level from those films. Yeah. Whereas the Marvel movies, when you well, you do now, obviously. But when those characters first came out, you didn't know who they were, so you had no expectations, and you were blown away by how well it was done. Yeah. Mm. Totally. So I think it's definitely worked in their advantage. Oh, definitely. Do you want to go next, Mr. Johnson, with your number... F- uh, was that your number five, I assume? Yes. Yes, yeah. number five. Uh, Iron Man is also on my list, but I'll swap that one out when we get to it. But my number five is... You can keep Iron Man on your list. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll allow it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> my number five is Spider-Man. Ooh. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. My damn list. That friendly name. We're going to overlap on so many. There's going to be a lot of overlaps. Spider-Man is and always has been a character that has really uh, emphasized in me for some reason. I think it probably did help that we grew up with the original... Tobey Maguire. Tobey for Grace. Which, like, they weren't amazing movies, let's be honest. They weren't the amazing (laughs) Spider-Man. It's just Spider-Man. Yeah, they were just Spider-Man. Um, but they were. It, it, when you're a kid, anything's good. Even Jar Jar Binks was cool for all of five days. Remember Jar Jar? <laughs> Me and Tom are just death staring. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> but some people actually like Jar Jar Binks, and those people are wrong. But <laughs> but I think that's like Spider Man is something that a lot of people love that character. Yeah, and I mm. think the reason why a lot of people love Spider Man is that he's super relatable. And I think that's why it works so well. He's not perfect by any means. He's a dorky kind of doesn't really fit in kind of character, but he's a superhero. Yeah. And I think that's why it works so well and a lot of people love him so much. It's Mm. because they can see bits of themselves in there. The imperfections that everybody sees in themselves, even if you don't see that in somebody else, you see it in yourself. And that's why you see it in... A character like that, yeah, like Peter Parker. Well, definitely, and, and I think it really helps. And yeah, Spider-Man's on my list as well, but I'll just address what number it is when I get to it. <laughs> uh, is the cartoons that were on while we were kids? Yes, yeah, uh, absolutely loved them. I think there was the and my dad grew up with the, the sixties comic, yeah. Because I think there was the, the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon and then there was Ultimate Spider-Man where he... Yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man was 2001, 2002. Which I loved as well, where he had the, the suit came out of his watch and he went to like a different planet or another dimension. Oh, that was 2099. 
Oh, is so that 2099? I really liked that one as well. Ultimate like the, was a CG so one. So these all the uh, two, okay, early okay. 2000s? What, what uh, you early 2000s is the Ultimate Spider-Man, which is a CG one. The 2099 The Watch one is uh, similar to, say, like Batman the Animated Series, like mid to late 90s. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I love... And Spider-Man's always had cartoons. Well, not always, but for a long time. For a long time. Yeah. My, yeah like I said, my dad grew up with those old the old cartoons in the 60s. So... You duty knows very well. My dad has often walked around singing the old theme Captain tunes America. to Captain America. When Captain America, he's a fat man child. <laughs> <laughs> not fat anymore. No, he's not anymore. It's a shame. Would you also agree that Spider for the Marvel universe, Spider Man has the best rogues gallery? Oh yeah, oh yeah, hands down by far. Yeah, hands down. Far. His villains are amazing. Which is a good point actually, because Batman, who let's let's be honest, it's going to be on the list. But Batman is another very loved character and also has a very strong rogue gallery. Yep. So do we think that the villains have a big impact on how much we like the characters, the heroes? Yeah, I I would agree with that statement. Yeah, I would say so because, I mean, one of the reasons why I also loved Spider-Man was because Venom is one of my favourite villains of all time. Yeah, I was about to say in before Topher Grace. (laughs) And even the the video game that came out when we were younger, the Spider-Man video game, that was also an amazing game. And the portrayal of, of, the portrayal of Venom, Carnage, and Dr. Ock, who were in that game. Because yeah. I would try and have a year reference because it was just called Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, I played like the ones before that, was it? The one that was like PlayStation 1. Yeah, that's what he's talking no, about. No, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's what he's Enter talking about. Electro? That was the second, the second one. one. Oh, okay. The first one was, yeah, Venom, Carnage, uh, Doc yeah, Doc. Was right. And they were the cartoon-based games. Yeah. And then yeah. later when the movies came out, they were obviously they based made on the movie them ones. and they changed. And the, and but it was... had that cartoon style yeah. to it as well, which was really fun. And the Spider-Man 2 video game changed comic book video games massively because that was the game that introduced the mechanics of if a building isn't near you, you can't shoot web onto it. When previous games, you just mm. shot it up right, into the sky. Yeah. It was a great game. It was a great brawler game. But yes, yeah, Spider-Man is always and will always, I think, be in the public eye in many forms. Even if there isn't a Spider-Man movie happening that's any good, there's, there's, there's always some there's kind of cartoon show that they're booting or reading. And he's had some really Much good like comic Teenage books. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's always a Ninja Turtles show ending and beginning. That's totally a comic book series that I did not think of. Honorable mention. There you go. Hmm. Definitely. Mention to Ninja Turtles. Leonardo. Yeah. Raff. Oh, I was always a Raph. I was a Raph. Uh, I would have picked you as a Michelangelo. Nah. <laughs> I mean, he's good fun, but like, he's he's just comic relief. Mind you, I'd be a Donatello because I'm a bit of a nerd. You are a purple kind of guy. And my wife loves and purple. <laughs> good with machines. <laughs> Turns mic volume down. <laughs> good at thugonomics. Um, number five, duty. Uh, number five. Uh, I don't know if it comes to a surprise to anyone, um, but I've recently-ish, within the past year, gotten onto this character. Um, I actually quite like him, and that is the uh, character of Ghost Rider. Uh, mm-hmm. I've recently gotten onto the character. Of Go- I don't know how I got onto him. It definitely was not the films with Nicolas Cage, um, but that was my first experience to the character of Ghost Rider. Um, essentially, there's different iterations and versions, but my favourite one is this character called Robbie Reyes. He's not your traditional signs to deal with the devil and and becomes a, sort of a Ghost Rider, if you will. Um, he he sort of has like a Fast and the Furious story opening that he is doing street racing at nighttime illegally to make money to pay for his disabled brother because uh, 
he essentially raises and lives with his brother. Um, he steals a, a muscle car, like the the car from Fast and Furious, Dom's car from Fast and the Furious. It uh, has a load of drugs in the back of it. It gets chased down by thugs. He gets shot, killed, and the car gets blown up. Uh, but the car is actually possessed by a demon, and the, uh, the the demon and Robbie become one, and they become this new Ghost Rider. And uh, it's really cool. He's got his own different sense of strengths and weaknesses. He fights the Johnny Blaze on the Hell Cycle uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, and what makes this guy different is he, he drives a car. He doesn't have a motorbike. And it's really cool. He can teleport out of it and all this sort of cool sort of stuff. He takes on the Incredible Hulk. He takes on the Wolverine. It's real how, cool stuff. How does he go against them? Uh, he... I'm not so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He, he first got smush. <laughs> he, do, he doesn't go against the... He doesn't sort of go against the, the traditional Hulk. He goes against Adamaeus Cho, who is the uh, the amazing Hulk. Or he's, he's... I can't remember his actual title. He's not Bruce Banner he's Hulk. Bruce he's Banner. someone... He's another character who's the Hulk. Who, a weaker version? He's weaker, but he is maintains his smarts. He doesn't change oh, okay. into a different person. He just goes okay. strong and green. Oh, wow. I'm not, um, not going to lie. The longer you keep talking about the comic books particularly, I'm getting more and more intimidated by my lack of comic book my knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's the thing. It's also what the character means to you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I like the character Ghost Rider because he has a, a demon, even the Johnny Blaze version, he's essentially possessed by a fallen angel or possessed by a demon. He's portrayed sort of... He's, he's a guy covered in chains and he's, he's a skull on fire and all that sort of stuff. But he's a good character. Um, and it goes to show that, you know, he even Robbie... Uh, uh, what's his name? Johnny Blaze gets a curse and he uses it for good. So it's it's sort of like making the good out of bad things, which is what I kind of like. Plus, it's a fucking awesome story. So if you haven't read it, give it a whirl. That's my mm, number nice. Tom... All right, so number four, four, I'm going to go in there and go with uh, Wolverine. Ooh, honourable mention for me. Honourable mention. Honourable mention for me as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I think it's also to go with the fact that like Spider-Man and like Iron Man, cartoons. Yeah. When I was a kid, 110%. I loved every single X-Men. Well, that's going to be in my head for the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah, so I, 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 <laughs> sorry, go on. I loved um, all the X Men cartoons. Um, now I haven't actually read any of the comic books with Wolverine in them. I've read a whole heap of Deadpool ones. I read some when I was um, a kid, but not many. And there was a real good one that you got really me onto. Really good actually. one I got you onto. Yeah, yeah. Ian got and me onto Wolverine book. They're very brutal comics. Well, the ones I read were at least. Yeah. Um, you'd probably be able to comment better than me, Duty, as to how brutal the other ones are. But the one I gave you, yeah. Yeah, he names his claws uh, Alpha, Beta, and Omega, and he puts his, his fist under this guy's, this thug's head, and he pops Alpha and Beta, which are the, the two Either left side, and right one, and cheek. they go into the guy's ears, and he goes, you better tell me what I want to know, otherwise I'm going to unleash Omega, and he slowly starts to bring the claw out under the guy's chin. Oh, that's Fucking cool. brutal. Yeah. And That's he, cool. And he's under a car and he slashes the guy's um, Achilles and you can it's drawn in such high detail you can see the tendon like snapping. And, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so, Wolverine's books are brutal. Yeah. And a villain puts a puppy in a microwave. I was scarred as a kid <laughs> by that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, a lot of that's the comics. Um, no, not the comics, the um, cartoons. cartoons. And also, I, I can't remember whether it was my toy or my brother's toy that I used to play with. Uh, yeah, it was just one of those things where it's a character that you also have the toy of. You watch on the TV and you get sort of... The, you, you grow a lot of love for that character. Yeah. And, like, I'll say the, the X-Men movies when they first came out, I really enjoyed seeing him up on the screen. Yeah. I have mixed thoughts about how those films have uh, <laughs> held up. Two is still awesome. 
I haven't watched it in a while. Two, two actually. What, what I preferred one over two. Really? For a yeah, long I, time. Yeah, I though. always preferred two. For God knows what reason. I think I just like Magneto kind of being slightly good. Yeah. I think that was part of it. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I th- I wonder what it is about Wolverine that makes him so appealable because he's again he's a bit he's a little badass. He's, he's, a level, he's the Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably the, right. yeah, that's a good way of putting I it. I think it's a masculine kind of character. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm wondering if that's because we're obviously males. If that's what appealed to us. Well, Wolverine at the moment in the books is uh, X-23. Yeah, true. Um, so I'm wondering if the next generation who might be growing up reading those yeah. will have the similar kind of feeling with X-23. Mm. Be interesting to know. But it was a- we'll be old as fuck then, so it doesn't matter. It was a pretty cool... People are going to be like, oh, Grandpa, you're such a whatever. Beware the withers of age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Wolverine did die uh, three or four years ago yeah. in the comic books. He's just come back to life now. Because he was covered um, in adamantium, wasn't he? Yeah, his healing factor stopped working. When his healing factor stopped working, he started to get adamantium poisoning, uh, which was killing him as well. And uh, he sacrificed himself to save some mutants who were getting experimented mm. on, similar to how he got experimented on and uh, got covered in adamantium. Good guy, Wolverine. Good guy, mm. Wolverine. The thing is, though, with the you, you see it a little bit in, your, in the cartoons, but you don't see it in the movies. Is Wolverine is a fucking short ass? Yeah, oh yeah, he five. is like five foot nothing. Oh, well, you see it in the yeah in the cartoons. Yeah, yeah. But then when you look at but he's so stocky. Yeah, he is Massive. a brick shit ass. Yeah. yeah. First appearance in the Hulk. Was it in yes. the Hulk comic? First yes, appearance in the in a Incredible Hulk comic, and then appeared in the X Men. Ooh, there you go. Also, very good video game, the Wolverine video game. The, the Wolverine X-Men uh, X, X-Men 2 Wolverine game where you could push the button to pop your claws at will and you could punch people with your fists and knock them out or pop your claws and beat yes. them. Yeah. Yes. I've still got that. Yes, it was a very good game. Didn't even know that one existed. What console was that on? Xbox and PlayStation 2. It was on PC as well. Oh, and PC. Because I had it on PC. Mm. Oh, wow. It was, it was fun. I used I to enjoy just popping the claws. You used to could put on different outfits. I missed out. I was playing McWarrior Avengers. <laughs> With my joystick. Well, what was your... Uh, I assume that's that's your number, number yes. four. Anything else to add, Tom? No, that's it. Cool. My and number four is also X-Men related, and that Ooh. is Magneto. Oh, so he's a hero in, now. Not what well, is he? And he is now a hero. Well, there you go. He's the first one of our list that is traditionally not a hero. Yes. So I've chosen Magneto because he's one of those villains that... You can empathize with. 100%. Yeah. Yes. And there's very few villains that I think are written in such a way that you can really feel for them and their point of view. Yeah. Something about Magneto is, I don't know how to put it, he's intellectually amazing. You want, like, you appreciate everything he says because it sounds, it's well articulated. He puts his view very well forward, but he's also. A badass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, at the, just on that, I have to say that it's interesting with the way that um, the X-Men has framed that sort of thing. Hey, you've got the X-Men and the Brotherhood. And one of the reasons why I also think Magneto is such a good character and leader is it's one of those things that when you look at it and go, if I was a mutant, yeah, what side would I actually want to be in? Pick? Yeah. Because if I was a not, mutant, I yeah, I gotta say I'd probably lean towards Brotherhood. He's done some horrible things, but yeah, he's coming. From, he's from on his, the right view. If you're a mutant, you'd kind of he is the he is the only villain that I can 
I can actually think of in, in, in film and comic books that I can actually think of that I can 100% get behind. Yeah. Like, you, you can sort of, like, say, say similar, say, with, with Darth Vader, you can sort of sympathize where he's coming from and what he's been through. But Magneto, like, from his point of view, all the shit he's seen and mm. what he hears and everything like that, you can 100% get behind him. Even if you look at just the first X-Men movie, he's displayed as a villain. But what he's actually trying to do to achieve what he needed to achieve isn't that villainous. He didn't... Okay, so let's go through the, the story of the first movie, right? Yep. yep. He's... Aim is to turn all of humanity into mutants. Humanity into mutants. He isn't aware that the machine isn't working. That becomes clear to the X Men first. Yeah. Um, so his goal is by at least turning the um, United Nations representatives into mutants that they will therefore be more accepted into humanity. Yeah. Hundred percent. So sense. what he's doing isn't particularly evil because in his mind he didn't know that it was going to actually kill them for one thing. So he's not trying to kill them. Mm. He's simply trying to push to have mutants become... What did make him a bit negative, device. though, is how he tries to kill Rogue. Yes. That's that's probably his I mean, only negativity it, in that it, film. At least in the film-wise, he's mainly seeking acceptance in exactly. most of them. Like, even the third one, where they've got the... He's got his massive army. He's not just going out and killing everybody. No, exactly. He's trying to stop... The cure. ...them... Mm destroying mutant kind yeah yeah and i think that's what's so great about magneto is he's such a three-dimensional character and with with magneto in the third film yet the the government are sort of pushing to to use the cure and make i believe is it magneto or or someone in that film asks how long is it until they stop offering the cure and they start making us take the cure yeah and then uh when we get the instance of the phoenix bursting out of the mental cage within gene gray professor x tries to put that back in the cage and magneto goes no this is who you're supposed to be yeah let that we, we need to teach you how to use it but let that flourish yeah which okay. yeah you can 100 percent. not all good because he doesn't want to kill people he no, does kill pe- people <laughs> he does kill people and in some pretty cool ways x-men 2 when he do much iron in your blood and he rips it out of the security guard so that the best one the best one is where I he kills kevin that. bacon with the coin Yes. Where, so, where you know, yes. move the coin or whatever and just puts it straight through his fucking head. I'm I think like, that's oh. also the another great thing about Magneto is he's been played by some amazing actors, right? Yeah. Even yeah. though Apocalypse is a shit movie, the it, the second origin, of, if you will, of Magneto was still pretty fucking cool yeah. with mm. the necklace. It was pretty cool. Mm. Hard to watch, but very cool. Mm. Duty, your numero quattro. This one probably isn't a big uh, surprise coming to you guys. It is another Marvel one. Uh, and this is Scott Lang, the Ant-Man. Mm. He's an Ant-Man. For those of you who are unaware, my favourite MCU film is Ant-Man. I knew nothing of the character of Ant-Man except that he could shrink it, you know, with, with the power of a suit. Uh, and from there, I've gotten on to Ant-Man books and I've been reading Ant-Man. Um, and what I like about Scott Lang is, yeah, he is a he's a criminal. He's a thug. You know, he, he stole. And what we see in the MCU film is Hank Pym, the person who invents, yep. you know, the shrinking technology. Needs a person who's a burglar to sneak in and steal some stuff. Uh, and he gets a second chance of redemption at life. And he becomes a superhero. In the comic books at the moment, he currently lives in Florida. Uh, and he has his own security services called Ant-Man Security. Really? And he's hired oh. ex-supervillains. To, to work for him. So he's got a person called, uh, I think it's like the Grizzly or something like that. And it's a man who's in a giant bear costume. <laughs> and he's got someone who's, uh, who's essentially a giant walking computer. And 
he's like you know convincing people that yeah cool you know you can be supervillains but there's also another side you can help people you can help people you don't have to be an avenger and you know save the world from this you can just be you know protecting you know a museum or whatever if there's a if there's a theft or a robbery you can do small things to help people out yeah. uh and it's it's a great sort of redemption story that people get second chances and plus it's a hilarious comic i've laughed more in an ant-man comic than having a deadpool comic wow it yeah. is awesome uh, Ant-Man in the book Scott Lang becomes a member of the Avengers he replaces Hank Pym and uh, Captain America says the number one rule of being an Avenger and why you're here the one thing you can't do and you can't break no matter what Tony Stark says to you you cannot sleep with a supervillain and the next page is him waking up getting out of bed with the supervillain next to him just saying I'm so sorry Captain America like <laughs> I pissed myself laughing reading an Ant-Man book it's, <laughs> it's great Give it a read. Plus, we saw in Civil War, Ant-Man took on Iron Man, and it went pretty fucking well. It was pretty yeah, good. It was pretty good. He's a, yeah, a really interesting character. Goes hand in hand with Hawkeye. Yeah. I mean, to me, obviously, not one of my top characters. That's fine. Some might say he's not even an honorable mention, but I can definitely see the appeal. Yeah. Put it that way. Um, really, my only experience with him is through the movie-verse, so it's quite limited, I guess you would say that. Yeah. If you were trying to sell it, how would you sell it to somebody who hasn't read, who reads comics but has never bothered to try and read an Ant Man one? What would you number so, one? So, so if I if I if I was say talking to you on you yeah, read someone stuff, who reads read comics, why would why would you say you should maybe try an Ant Man comic? Ant Man's sort of the the character you don't expect to be sort of awesome. Sort of like yeah, the the, the small fish in the big pond. Like you've got your Captain America, you've got your Iron Man, you've got your your Thor and your Hulks, but Ant Man. It's it's strange. He's such a, a small character, and literally, he's Ant Man. He shrinks, but he's got the really cool stories. He can do some really cool things, and like his the person Hank Pym who makes the Ant Man suit. He's so smart. He has a laboratory inside the Ant Man helmet, so he puts on another Ant Man suit, shrinks inside to the helmet, and there's a lab inside his helmet. That's pretty cool. That's like cool. there's all these little cool nods and hints and all that sort of stuff, and then it comes to the parts where like you know he knocked out Doctor Doom. One of the only, like one of the biggest villains in the Marvel universe, Ant Man took out Doctor Doom. That's pretty cool. That is fucking cool. Yeah, um, he's very funny, and it's an easy read. It's not one of those I find if I'm reading like I've had it with a Thor book, where there's only so much of yes, mighty villain that you can read. Yeah. Like you yeah. can you can read and go, yeah, this is cool. But for like twenty issues, you're like, yes, I don't know why thus mold you don't lift from thy ground. I'm like, eh. and Ant Man's like, this is stupid, and just buggers off and goes and does his own thing. Or, yeah. It's it's fun. It's yeah. fun. It's yeah. it's not that over the top fun say like Deadpool. It's a fun romp. Well, yes, you I see, would. I was thinking that. I I stopped myself. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> it's it's not over the top fun like Deadpool. It's not that constant comedy. Like you yeah. get that your dose of action. You get your dose of comedy. You get that little bit of drama. Balance. It's a good balance. Yeah, and you get you know some like there's an Ant Man Captain America crossover book in one of the books I'm reading. That's awesome. It's cool fun, and. It's uh, the Falcon is Captain America, and you know the Falcon comes to Ant Man saying, "Wouldn't you like to help Captain America, Ant Man?" He goes, "Well, you're not really Ant- you're not really Captain America, are you? Like, you know Steve Rogers. <laughs> like, it's great banter." That's what we're all thinking. Mm. Love it. It's real cool. Love it. Tom, cool. number three. All right, so let's deviate from uh, our Marvel and our DC for a second. Ooh, uh, and let's go with Spawn. Ooh, I can play this. A good pick. Yeah, yeah, I really like spawn um one of the first comic books that i think i actually collected a whole heap of the um what are the hardcovers well it wasn't the hardcover. omnibus 
Uh, sort of, yeah. Uh, volumes. Volumes is what I want to say. You pinch one. Huh? I might need to pinch one. Sure. Yeah, no. So, the thing that I love about that is he's a very interested, very tormented character. And it sort of very much portrays in the pages and also, once again, in the cartoon series, which that cartoon series is fucking awesome. There's a cartoon series? There certainly is. Watch it. Oh. Uh, it's really good and the art style is really cool. So, even the... Um, Art style, the art style in the comic books is really cool as well, and the um, so the devils and like the clown, which you all would John know Leguizamo. from uh, yeah the the, the uh, movie. Which say what you will about the movie, it yeah, was all no, right, but still good. <laughs> it, it was is that the way you're looking for and talking and doing it and like it? <laughs> you remember that line, don't you? Yes, yes, I certainly do. Oh, I still, I still actually enjoy the movie. I think, I, I think I just really enjoy the character. Uh, he's just really cool concept um and that's one of the things like i actually had a spawn toy when i was a kid that i remember that had a um a little rocket that you put onto its um shoulder and i had no idea who the fucking character was i was way too young to have any involvement with that character because it's a very dark comic book yeah it's super dark and i just love the toy and uh, he's he's like got one cape. of the coolest looks about him. I think he does. You're bit just, of a mixture of Venom and Batman. I personally find like the big billowing cape sort of thing. Like the, the, the like nineties Batman, very triangular, pointy bits like a Venom. How Venom's drawn. So I yeah. see what you mean by that. But it's all it's also the as a Venom tie sort of thing because his black suit is sort of um, it has that organic look in it. It's got yeah. like bands through it and stuff. It's um, but yeah, it's. Really cool, and the whole concept of him coming back from hell and being an art, like essentially a soldier of the devil who is sort of broken away from what he's meant to be doing, and just his abilities with chains. And he has what's his you be aware of this more than I am. Does Mm -hmm. Spawn have a weakness? Oh, I I didn't read them in a very, I haven't read the comic in a very long time. Yeah, he, he he does. I just don't remember. Okay, and I know that like he's he's also tormented by the fact that he died and he had his wife, and now his wife is with his best friend uh, yeah, from memory, right. and they sort of to mess with him. Still, they take him to see her and that sort of thing, and see her sort of living on with the uh, the guy who was like, "Oh yes, I'll protect her." I did see a massive like because uh, I I know of the character. I know of the 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 movie that came out in the late nineties. But I know nothing of the character, and someone was comparing of who would win in a fight, Ghost Rider or Spawn, and it's like Spawn would kick the shit out of literally anyone. Spawn is Spawn incredibly is powerful, stupidly powerful, especially when he's got like the power of God. Apparently, yeah. at one well, point he gets yeah, that. no, he he, yeah, the, I, I I actually, so I got relatively far in the, to the to it. I don't think I actually finished it, but there is a point where yeah, he gets that powerful. Yeah, yeah, he's, it's crazy. You're looking forward to the new movie? I was going to yes. say there yes, is so. a new movie coming out. Do, uh, how much Todd, Todd, Todd McFarlane, yeah? I haven't yes. heard yeah. about Who designed Venom? No, oh, really. I believe so. I haven't heard any updates regarding this movie in quite some time. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Nah. Well, I, I, I hope it's successful because there's a lot to lot that character. Yeah. He's a very interesting character. and He's I think a really cool character and he's very different from what we're used to as well. So, I think it would be good to kind of shake it up a little. Well, that's yeah. what I'd like to see. I'd like to see some of the other comic book companies getting more of the limelight. I'd like to see Dark Horse and Image up and, there and some of their well, characters. We're going to new Hellboy. That's true. true. Yeah. So, that might be the, the, the rise of the 
the sort of the, the non Marvel DC comic book films suddenly come out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it'll be good to see another Hellboy and uh and yeah, obviously Spawn as well because mm. they are quite different to the colorful childlikeness that we kind of get from Marvel. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mr. Johnson. My number three. All right, so now we're starting to get over to the crossover territory because my number three was Iron Man. Why so, do you like Iron Man? We know we know that of the character and how he's... Yeah. yeah. So I think the reason I really like Iron Man is that he's a, a very human character, which is... Um, it, well, there's obviously a lot of parallels between him and Bruce Wayne. And yes, they're both very rich, but I think the characters themselves, what makes them so interesting is their their human side, their vulnerabilities. Yeah. I've always loved heroes that aren't superheroes. They're normal people that have found a way to compete and go above and beyond. Yeah. Weaknesses to me make someone more interesting and stronger. The fact that they're easily technically defeatable but somehow still win yeah really makes it a more enjoyable victory to me well that's like one that's been one of your main issues with the superman films. yeah and that's yeah. my main issue with superman as a character is that i personally don't like a character that's too overpowered because the victory doesn't feel as well earned I okay think. that's why i love whenever a character is extremely vulnerable and weak Everybody loves an underdog, right? And yeah. When you've got a character like that, who technically Iron Man should not be able to punch on with a guard, he will. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't necessarily does, win. Does a pretty does. damn good job too. And so we I, we even get the scene in the first film where he has his heart, his his arc reactor taken out of him. Yeah. And, and he, he pulls through. Yeah. He yeah. still pulls through. Yeah. So I think it's it's that kind of ability that even though you shouldn't win to find a way to win yeah that's what i love about him nice yeah. sure groovy your number draft my number three uh this was this was coming up of course uh my number three is superman superman da, da, for those of you who aren't aware i have a big dc comic book sleeve on my arm still currently getting work done to it um but superman mm-hmm. is my favorite uh one of my favorite characters not it's not necessarily because he is the first like he is pretty much the first superhero so he has all of the powers yeah um but similar aspect to to when i've had discussions with people and i probably had a discussion with yourself how you're personally not a fan of superman because he's too overpowered the, yeah the win isn't as, as easy for him uh i find what i like about superman is the 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 win can be easy easy as quick it, it can be he's dead yeah but superman chooses restrain he never goes all out. And when he goes all out, it's against a character who he knows can withstand that. So Darkseid or, or someone big. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't kill Lex Luthor because Lex Luthor is, you know, weak and I can take him out quick. I like Superman. He's, he's the Boy Scout. He is the beacon of hope. Um, and bad, you know, say what you will about the film, but the Justice League film that we recently saw released that's the version of Superman we should have had from the start. He's the he's you know that bit funny. He's you know he jokes for some people, but when he needs to get serious, he gets serious. And then as soon as the serious part's on, he's back to you know being the funny Boy Scout sort of character. Yeah. Um, even the the part within the film where you know Batman's like, well, all right, we need to do this, and he goes, wait, there's there's civilians. I need to get them out first. And he quickly flies off and you know picks up a building and flies off. Um, but I like Superman because it's 
it's similar line to, to Spider-Man, you know, great power, great responsibility. He's got all this power. He's stupidly strong, mm. um, but he chooses not to not to use it, not to abuse it, how to, to manage it. Uh, I think the thing that I like about Superman so much is he's not human, but he is loves- human. Like he's not he, human, but he's... He's fighting for humanity. Yeah. And he's fighting to embrace humanity, even though he's not technically human. Yeah. He's the most human-loving person on Earth, and he's not human. And we see yeah. him in the books multiple times, depending on what books you're reading. He dies for humanity. Yeah, exactly. He dies from Darkseid. He's died from uh, crypt, uh, kryptonite poisoning. He does, you know, his... It is a little... I agree with you that his weaknesses are kryptonite. But he's also other weaknesses are the, the use of a red sun or magic. So he's also weak to other characters here and there. Um, but it's and also this came in a little bit later because I think they they realised they needed. Yeah, you've got the different colours of kryptonite. I think <laughs> they, the they, they yes. made they made heaps of it. They've you've got your traditional kryptonite, which is the green, but then you got your red, which makes him angry. You've got your I think it's a gold kryptonite that if he gets stabbed with it, he permanently loses his powers completely. Mm. That he can't get them back, which Batman has the only supply of. Um, but you've got some really cool things here and there with Superman. If you if you pick up and find a really good Superman book, you fall in love with that character. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I've read a couple of his actual Superman books, and I've enjoyed them, and I think they're really good. Mm. Uh, one of probably my favorite things with Superman that probably a lot of people are going to hate is um, the Injustice video games. I kind of yeah. like what it's they did. It's a big with, what if. I love what they did with the character there. Yeah. I find that very interesting and adds a layer of depth to the character, sort of seeing how vulnerable he can be having Lois Lane, choosing to love a human and being with her, and then see what happens when he loses her. It's just, it just it's a more shows. Well, it shows him as well. We know him as the Boy Scout. We know yeah. him as this beacon of good. But it show, that show, that what if shows how quickly someone like him turns to that sort of thing, and it's yeah. it's, it's, it's well, he loses three big things. He loses Lois. He loses his unborn child, and he loses Metropolis at the same time. Yeah, yeah. and it's a it's a big hit to him. Like my favorite Superman book is Red Sun. And it's not a traditional Superman book. It's him landing in, in uh, Russia, Russia yeah. and how the entire world is different, how Batman grows up as as a poor person and how the Green Lantern Corps isn't actually a space corps. It's a secret military sort of organization run by Lex Luthor. Hmm. Like, it's all how one detail changes everything. And say what you will, I enjoyed Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, one of us had to. Hey, uh, man, I had a really cool Doctor Fate. Somebody save me. Tom? Come on. Your Tom, number I, I love how you put it to me as I'm singing and oh, think yeah. that's going to stop me I, singing. I hoped it would. Hey. Uh, my number two is one of the ones that we have already said, and that which is? has been Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Why do you love Spider-Man? We know Spider-Man. the character. Why do you love him? I think I went into a lot of it when we were discussing it off Ian's list. It was mainly to do with the cartoons. Once again, it's toys. Yeah. Toys. Yeah. I've, he had uh, a great line of toys. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, literally, literally every single one on my list, I had a toy of, and wow. I loved that toy. See, I didn't had really a spawn have toy. As yeah, a kid, bucket of pegs. So you, I had a bucket of pegs. You <laughs> had a spawn toy. I said that. Yeah, I had. I had like video game consoles, so I was less like physical toys. But yeah, yeah you had and, 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 and Dirty had every single video game and console. Tudrum had everything. Everything. I don't have any toys in this room, guys. <laughs> the fucking they're, they're hot toys. toys. Yeah, precisely. 
All right. Well, in that case, my number two is drumroll. Number two is Deadpool. Oh. Um, Deadpool is, I think, the part. I didn't expect you to pick Deadpool. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I actually didn't expect Deadpool at all. Um, Deadpool to me is fun, and I feel like that's what I've you know. If you were a superhero, you would be Deadpool. <laughs> Thank you. I think he's just like what I f- want to enjoy. He's kind of the thing that you like. You know, you should go to work and do your job, but like, really at heart, everyone wants to be Deadpool, right? They just want to not have to care so much and just enjoy and have fun. Yeah. So I think that's why he appeals to me is because he's big, a really fun to read and hear about and watch but he's also so different to everyone else who's there to do a job and yeah you know everyone's afraid to enjoy and be entertaining Mm. and that's all deadpool is fun and entertaining little Mm. fact about deadpool everyone in the in the marvel universe treats and thinks of him as a joke yeah the only person who treats him with respect captain america yeah Mm. because he knows best Mm. And that's that's why he took uh, the he went because the character of Wade Wilson went in to get um, sort of he was having a disease went to go get it cured because he thought it would be similar esque to the super soldier serum which Captain America got and Captain America is a big idol to Deadpool. Mm. Mm. He's a big Captain America fan. Interesting. No, yeah, I, I I do really enjoy the character of Deadpool. I think the film was great, and also the comics of him that I have read have been really enjoyable. Mm. Uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. That's an amazing. Book. It is an awesome book, and it's fucking brutal. Yeah, it there's is also so a, brutal, so much more than you would expect. Apparently, the the Punisher one is pretty good as well. Yeah, Punisher kills the Marvel universe is pretty cool. He's had some really cool, just like weird stories. Night of the Living Deadpool is a really good book. If yeah, you that one it. was very good. I actually have the book. I haven't read it yet. I need to read it. That was real good. And they did a sequel of it as well. I was gonna say because I think I, I, I think I have the, the sequel, sequel as well. I think I have both. Yeah, I've got the first one. I haven't read the second one yet. Okay. It's a bit odd. But like all of his stories are a bit odd. That's what makes them fun. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's the, and that's what Deadpool is. He's fun. And I think that's what's so good about him is that he he breaks up that monotony of heroness yeah. a bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Duty, your number two. Uh, my number two, for those of you guys already probably know what I'm going to say, um, uh, and it comes as a surprise to pretty much no one, that is Batman. Um, Favourite comic book character, Ooh. but I always sort of... Batman? When Batman. Batman, you say? <laughs> when people bring it up at work, you know, uh, some people say, you know, who's your favorite superhero? And I'll go, you know, blah, 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 blah. And someone will say, my favorite superhero is Batman. And I'll go, actually, he's not a superhero. He's a detective. His first <laughs> appearance was Detective Comics. He is known as the world's greatest detective. I get into that sort of... But I, I love the character of Batman. He has he's a cool character. He has yeah. the best rogues gallery, in my opinion. Uh, the best Best, I don't care what anyone says in this room, best superhero animated cartoon show of all time. Mark Hamill as the Joker and Kevin Conroy, my mate, as Batman. Amazing series. And they've still been doing the voices of the characters today. Uh, And just what can't you love about him? He is a man in a world full of super-powered villains and super-powered super friends, really. He's just a man in a suit. Yeah. He's incredibly yeah. smart. He's got his gadgets. And you even get that in the, a line in the Justice League book 
where a character goes from so what's your powers are you a are you a vampire do you live by day by night do you suck blood no do you fly yeah in a plane because wait are you just a guy in a suit like, yeah <laughs> yeah it's the it's the flash i think so it is so. not the flash, Isn't the flash it's green lantern. it is the green lantern oh, right, in right, right, justice right, league right. number one no because they say it in um because it's in one of the justice league animated justice league war yeah justice league war by the green lantern we okay, watched it, we okay. watched the scene before we came here Oh, well, I feel like that's cheating. It's the only reason, aren't you? But I think, um, like, you na- hit the nail on the head, in my opinion, and what is Batman? He's a detective, right? Mm. And Batman, well, not just Batman, but detective stories in general have been extremely popular for such a long time. Yeah. And there's a good reason for that, because detective stories are enthralling. They invite, You start out with the crime. and Yeah, and yeah. They, not only that, they invite you to participate in the story because whether you're deliberately doing it or not, yeah. when you're hearing about a puzzle, you want to solve the puzzle. Yeah. And so that invites you to participate in what's happening in the story because like when you're watching CSI or Law and Order, you start guessing yeah. whether or not you intentionally do it. You're going... I reckon it's that guy. Yeah. One, I reckon it's the guy who bought the pizza and he was in the background. It's the guy with the shifty eyebrows. It's always a really rich white man. My, my, <laughs> my question is, because we know Batman's got the best rogues gallery. Yeah. Or mm. one of the best. Who was your favourite Batman's Batman villain? Personally. It's the Joker. Joker, right? Yeah. Who's yours? Mr. Freeze. Oh, uh, yeah. Similar risk to, to Magneto. Mr. Freeze has been underutilised. Yeah. He doesn't have his own standalone book like the Joker's got the Killing Joke and Two Face has Batman Two Face and Bane's got one and so on and so forth. But Mister Freeze is he's doing these things to save his wife. Yeah, and you know, yes, we have Arnold Schwarzenegger with his great puns, um, but he's just a, a brilliant yet cold character. Yeah, and yeah. literally, yeah, I love this movie. It's cool. <laughs> I'd get a Mister Freeze tattoo. Would you? Yeah, I'd get the animated series one. Oh, not not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why no. Not? Hell no Because no, he doesn't have the should, red goggles no, You should get him and get a little speech bubble And have an ice pun I want to see goggles people If you pay for it I'll do it You know have a full time job <laughs> Alright are we ready for it's this oh, Number one oh, Do we have any honourable mentions Does anyone want to throw any honourable mentions oh, Before right. we go up Yes um, I've got some honourable mentions Yep um, We already said one of them So I'll skip no, That's fine that just... um, Jean Grey One of my honourable mentions Jean Grey I find to be A very interesting character, obviously, because... One of the, the only alpha-level well. mutants. Exactly. She's extremely complicated when you introduce a psychological element, and I think that's what works so well. Yeah. And my other one is also a female one, and that is Harley Quinn. I think I like... First introduced in the Batman animated series. Yeah, there you go. I think they're complex characters mentally, and I think that's also why I'm quite interested yeah. in them. Anything that's a bit more... Above and beyond a plain and simple cookie cut character, yeah, tends to pique my interest a little more, and that's probably why I don't like Superman that much, yeah, because he's a little bit too cookie cut for me, and I like a psychological element to my stories, which is also why I like detective stories, which is also why I like a Batman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom, honorable mentions, Thomas, uh, or the Thomas. I mean, I think most of the big ones probably have already been said of my honorable mentions. Uh, what can I? <laughs> no pressure. Uh, no, I would, I would say most well, we said, my honourable yeah. mentions mainly that could have competed for a spot in the top five that I'd put it there have already been said. It would have probably would have been Deadpool, Superman, those sort Ninja of characters. Turtles was a good one. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah sorry, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles would have been could have been up there. 
had I thought of them earlier. <laughs> Fair enough. But they've also got some other comics, like you've got Blade from the Blade movies. Apparently his uh, his current or his his team up collaboration book, like his his sort of Mystic Avenger books, are really good because he's with other characters. And Duty, you were talking about one before that Tom and I were a bit iffy as to whether or not that counts. Yes, uh, it's a it's a, originally a manga, but everyone knows it from the cartoon shows. I uh, put Vegeta from the from the Dragon Ball Z series. Yeah, um, a lot of people would also probably pick Goku. Or Goku, yeah, uh, it's all your personal preference on whether you're Goku or Vegeta. Um, but I love the character of Vegeta because Goku becomes Super Saiyan because he he mentally snaps when Krillin dies and he turns Super Saiyan. Uh, same thing when he goes Super Saiyan three and so on and so forth. But Vegeta makes it there himself. He trains to match Goku, where Goku sort of is given it to him or something happens yeah. to him for him to reach that. Where Vegeta trains and and matches Goku, and also Vegeta's. Being, Vegeta is the only character that Goku hasn't beaten in a one-on-one fight. Ooh. I didn't know. Mm. Every time they fight, it comes to a, a stalemate, pretty much. Vegeta definitely yeah. fights harder than he mm. has to, I guess, and that's what I quite like. Vege- about yeah, in the new Supi... He's just a bit of a dick. In the new... <laughs> Vegeta, uh, he's awesome. I love Vegeta yeah. so much. Mm. Yes. 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 I think... Um, also, she's I've saying. never read the mangas, but I assume that they're at least half of the book is just a, a close-up of Goku's face and written across the screen oh that's the whole I book yeah i haven't huh? that, that's the whole book that's, whole that's, book. that's, that, whole that's book. everything <laughs> volumes one through six screaming goku ah yes specifically ah. like that ah. but yeah apparently one of vegeta's weaknesses is that he doesn't take time to sort of relax and 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 sort of lower his defenses and goku's is he lowers his too much yeah so yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty cool when you think about it i yeah, like the character very much so and similar to wolverine he's short as fuck with very eccentric hair. Yes, Vegeta would have been in mine had I considered manga. I don't consider. That's it. that's yeah. That's that's me pulling the I also like Shazam, Aquaman, Winter Soldier, Nightwing. Some pretty cool ones out there. Mm. There's some awesome ones out there. The Vision book is really good. Really good. Not a character that I've sort of ever been drawn. Neither to was I. But I read the Vision book. Like it's it's only a two part series, and it is awesome. Okay. Really cool. But then we're coming to our number ones, Tom. Oh, number one. And my number one is... Surprise, surprise. Batman. Batman. Batman? Batman, you say? Yeah, Batman is my number one. And probably the most comic books I've actually read of a comic book hero. I'm actually, I've opened up my uh, comicsology just to have a look at all the Batman ones that I have. And Fuck. if you actually look through it... The comic books of other characters are probably a fifth of what I have in Batman. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I, I loved Batman as a kid. Probably started on the animated series there. Also, the films. I always loved them. Say what you will about Mr. Freeze. When I was first watching that, I loved the ice puns. Loved them. Oh, they're still good. Some of them are great. They're not good. And yeah, and it's not a good movie. It's a horrible movie. But you know what? It's like I said before. When you're a kid, you think it's really good. <laughs> Super right. Mario Brothers. Some people might have thought that Jar Jar Binks was cool. No. Mr. Freeze, <laughs> Mr. Freeze is cooler than Jar Jar Binks. Literally. And, and I think I, I just loved the fact that he, despite the fact that, yeah, it's a suspension of reality and all that, but he's a person. Yeah. yeah. He's a person who's going out, who's decided to do the right thing, or what he sees to be the right thing, whether or not you see vigilantism as the right thing or not, that's, yeah. that's debatable. But yeah, it, and I think he's just had... 
like such amazing stories mm. that have come from him. Like, so look, looking at this, I'm just having a flick through what I've got here. So, uh, Death of the Family, amazing. Uh, just the the basic the Batman series in themselves is an amazing comic. Yeah, that's book. The, the new Fifty Two universe. Um, got, yeah. and then Detective Comics as well. Um, Nightfall. Nightfall, where he actually yeah, gets very, his back. Very, very smart book. The, the way it was done, it's a very, very good book. Uh, it lost me a little bit when Azrael came along, came along, and takes over as Batman and starts to go Mecha Batman. Yeah, which happens in that sort of in that book series. Yeah, so it's it it it's still really good. Um, Bruce Wayne for me is Batman, so this goes hand in hand that yeah. Bruce Wayne as Batman. Yeah. Um, so that's my favorite character. Like I know that um, Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson also becomes Batman, and as I said before, Azrael becomes Batman. Then they're, they're not my favorite Batman. Yeah, of course, nothing beats Bruce Wayne. Nothing beats Bruce Wayne. No. Um, and then yeah, like Batman, Batman R.I.P. Hush, Hush is an amazing, Hush is really good, amazing yeah, book. Uh, and just going through, and just I think there's the what is it, Re- Return of Bruce Wayne. So when he, uh, we think that he's died, but he's actually been put back in time after the infinite, uh, instance of Final Crisis. I, I believe it's Final Crisis. Yeah. yeah, and he sort of works his way through, and he fights his way through time. He becomes a pirate and a cowboy, and he's like a caveman, ca- Batman. He's like yeah. a myth. It's pretty cool. He's a, yeah, it's he's a smoke. It's, he's a guy. It's really cool, and and I mean, we, we we already touched on it just before, and we said it earlier as well. Best Rogues Gallery by far. Yeah, I would say. It, oh yeah. Almost all these characters are amazing. Look, there's there's some interesting ones. Uh, Condiment the Condiment King. Man. <laughs> yeah, Condiment. Condiment King. Can you cut the mustard? <laughs> you finally uh, watched the Lego. Yeah, I watched it on the on the plane to uh, the US. Yeah, it was fucking it's great. great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I saw that the cinema is so much better than the Lego movie in general. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah no, yeah. I I had to stop the Lego movie. I oh, could yeah. only listen great. to Everything Is Awesome so many Everything times. Everything Is Awesome. Yeah, and and I mean, Everything spins off into the films, but even not touching on the films, also like Year One, pretty good book. Pretty good book. Good. And not bad. Uh, animated movie as well. Yeah, and well, yeah, the animated films. I, do, I love, I love him in the animated films, and I love the way that he um, interacts with the other characters. And I always puts a smile on my face whenever you see him say something, and he gets a little smirk. The smirk. I, I love the, the Batman smirk. It makes me really happy. It was really cool when Ben because you have did to fight smirk. for it. You never really get to see it much. Yeah, so mm. you, you really have to fight for that smirk. Mm. You fight real hard. And I, I mean, it, he's like tormented. And yeah. interesting, and fundamentally, I think he's just a, a really good guy. Like the fact that he what buys um, Lois Lane and um, Superman a house at the end of uh, La- uh, Justice League. Movie. Yeah, no, it doesn't no. He does in the in the comic books or in, oh, in the, the comic books. Bruce Wayne owns a daily, uh, the Daily Planet. No, but I'm pretty sure he actually get, buys them a house and pays for their wedding and stuff. Oh, like, he probably does. I'm pretty like, sure he does. That's like nothing, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's like nothing for him, but like he helps out yeah. his mate who does the right thing, but doesn't necessarily get paid very well for it. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just great character. You get some really cool uh, world's finest books as well. So if you're a big Batman fan, for yourself, Tom, or people listening, check out world's finest books because you get the the detective aspect of Batman with the Boy Scout brute strength of Superman. So it's like Batman going, "I can't break through that." Superman goes through it. So you get that cool like dynamic as well. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Dynamic. Like a turnaround. And, and I mean, that, that's also one of the things. Just thinking on that, that the games have captured because the game series, the Arkham series, is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, 
just how intelligent he is. Oh, yeah. And it's fascinating. He, he's one of the smartest people on the planet. Yeah. Which the movies just don't show. Yeah, they've never really depicted that very well. Yeah. I mean, maybe it would be difficult to depict that sort of element of him, but that, that's, that's one of the things that I find really interesting. And the games capture that really well. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh, that, that's my number one. So great, Mr. Number Johnson. One. Number one? Okay. My numero uno. I don't get a drum roll. Okay. <laughs> to really fight for that one. My number one is also Batman. Ooh. So I won't go into it too much. We've been through Batman a lot now. But uh, obviously, Batman is a very human character, and I've said it before. Big fan of the Nolanverse you are? I'm a big fan of the Nolanverse, not just because they're excellently well-made movies. They're very well-told stories. Um, but like I was trying to say before, detective stories have and always will be a big part of human culture because they invite the audience to take part in what's happening. Yep. Um a big thing in detective stories is they call it what do they call it they call it hang, uh, hanging the lantern am I saying that right Dom? Uh, Siobhan would know yeah Siobhan let us know <laughs> essentially what happens in a detective book if there's an old saying if there's a gun on the wall and you mention the gun at some point that gun has to go off yep so and that's what's so inviting about those books is because you know those things instinctively, without me even telling you that you would, when you watch an episode of CSI, it, the camera might go and zoom in on something and instinctively you'll be like, that's important. Yeah. So it's all these little things that you start putting together and it's it's a very much the same as doing a puzzle. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. your brain just wants to partake in what's happening. I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you won't realize that it's in a lot of other stories as well. Harry Potter is a very much a detective story. You've got Harry Potter's always every single book trying to unravel a mystery. Yeah. Scooby Doo, obviously mystery gang. It's a big Scooby Doo Batman crossover. It's, yeah, there is one. Ooh. Being a te- detective and just figuring out a solving a puzzle is a big part of us as humanity and you do get that in batman books there have been batman books i've read going i i want to find out who this is before i get to that page like i i want to i'm i'm thinking it's this exactly. person and then i'm wrong and then so on so forth you actually get that in those and books everyone loves a good twist and batman stories have some of the best twists out there yeah. or just unexpected endings you get in the, general the red hood book if you haven't read it or seen that movie is an amazing book great yeah. twist Okay. So here's my number one. Duty. Are you ready? I am. <laughs> Alright, my number one is, of course, all of you are aware, the Green Lantern. What? I, I was about to ask before you said it, but I didn't want to ruin the drum roll. I was going to be like, can I guess? Is it the other one you haven't mentioned that's on your arm? Yes. <laughs> uh, it is It is Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern. Um, and this, surprisingly, I was a big fan of, uh, of, of Batman with the animated and Superman uh, with, with the animated shows as well. But this movie, as awful as it is, is what got me into comic books, was the Green Lantern film with Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I watched it when this film is a pile of shit, but the character and his abilities and why he's given the ring of power just interests me so much and that made me go I want to like fuck this movie but I want to read about this character I'm interested in the character of Hal Jordan Uh, for those of you unaware the character of Hal Jordan or the Green Lantern is he is essentially a a test fighter pilot who receives a intergalactic space uh, cop weapon known as the Green Lantern ring and if you're you project your willpower so if you have strong will you can project things with your ring so you can make a giant shark that's made out of a green sort of 
hologram, if you will, that comes from your ring. If your will is weak, it'll be a weak sort of projection. And if your ring runs out of uh, battery, you can't. It, it's useless. Will it? Oh. Uh, and the the <laughs> weak the weakness for I'm funny, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. The weakness. Yes, Tom. The weakness to will is fear and. Um, you guys probably aren't familiar, you probably, probably don't care, but the opposite of Green Lantern in the character of Sinestro is brilliant. Similar-esque to Magneto of he sees how he sees from his point of view, you can't necessarily follow him as strong as you can with Magneto, but the, the interaction between the character of Sinestro and Hal Jordan is brilliant. Where Hal Jordan, Sinestro was the best of the best until they got their first ever human Green Lantern who is Hal Jordan and he beats the best of the best and it just shatters him. Uh, also with Green Lantern is Superman has Metropolis, Batman has Gotham, Green Lantern had Ocean City. The city got nuked and completely destroyed and it mentally broke him. He became a supervillain, he got possessed, he killed people, oh, wow. everything. He turned into oh, a wow. massive supervillain for 10 years and then he's come back and had this big redemption story and he's now a hero again. He's had some really, really cool stories. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in definitely check out the character of the green lantern yeah shit movie but great comic books yeah and he has a, he and has he's, a, a he's a very big loved character mm. um in dc and by the fans so a lot of people were hoping that he would make a Some real form appearance, of appearance in justice league but i got excited I mean, when we saw that green lantern in the in the justice league film yeah. you know the, in the God the, knows the story is, and i mean one of his stories is probably one of the best comic book arcs ever which is like the the darkest night the darkest night where the darkest uh, night is, is i've read it uh, it's really good mm. it's one of the best i would say that it, i've it's read. one of the cool things because when you look at the the justice league you know your superman and your batman are the leaders but your your, co- your, your comedy duo if you will is the flash and the green lantern they feed mm. off each other constantly and the really cool thing, and it's a it's a constant conflict between the two, but in one of the books I've got, they work together and they have their own book, is Batman and the Green Lantern. Because Batman's all about fear. He likes putting fear into his enemies, you know, don't do the bad, you know, don't do bad things, otherwise I'll come after you. And Green Lantern's like, I don't care what the fuck you do to me. I, I have no fear. I'm the man without fear. Yeah. You don't scare me. And Batman's like, <laughs> Batman's not like, fuck, I don't scare him, but Batman's essentially build on fear. Yeah. And it's... Really, really cool. Like, there's a part where Batman and Green Lantern go toe-to-toe. So, that's pretty cool. All right. I can recommend Green Lantern as a read. Awesome. Get some pretty cool stuff out of it. So, do we all want to just do a quick recap of what recap. our lists were? Yeah. All right. Five, so, three, my number five was Iron Man. My number four was Wolverine. Number three was Spawn. Number two, Spider-Man. And number one was Batman. Mr. Johnson. My number five was Spider-Man. My number four was Magneto. My number three was Iron Man. My number two was Deadpool, and my number one was The Batman. My number five was Ghost Rider. My number four was Ant-Man. My number three was Superman. My number two was Batman, and my number one was The Green Lantern. Ooh, but sounds our like Marvel one. Who's you? Yeah, it did, didn't it? Who's your favorite, Mister Listeners or Mister? Oh yeah, listeners? I'd like to know your top five. Yeah, I'd like to, yeah, send it yeah, through. For sure. Where can people uh, find us? Ian, you can you can do it. You've got a card in front of you. I do. Have um, it is your, your first episode back after after eight weeks or so. So, where can people find us? 
On Twitter, you can find us at ShakerNotNerd, or one word. You can find us on Instagram, Shaken underscore not underscore nerd underscore pod. You can find us on Facebook, just ShakerNotNerd, baby. Or you can even email us, ShakerNotNerdPod at gmail.com. And if you want to check out some of our excellent gaming videos, and likewise, you can find us on YouTube just by also searching ShakerNotNerd. We should have some, some new-ish gaming ones coming up within the next couple of weeks, so we are going to do some Sea of Thieves. We've got some Rainbow Six. Maybe even, uh, I don't know, find another game for, for for us to play. I don't know. I'm just making uh, time here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. What is, what is this? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I did put up on uh, on our Facebook as well saying, we're recording in a couple of hours. Should you have any questions, please please send it through and we'll read them out. Uh, and Ben Benbis, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, uh, says, yes, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? A question we must all ask ourselves. <laughs> and Ollie Oxley. But why? <laughs> And Ollie Oxley has one, uh, the man who was the replacement Johnson, and I'm going to read it in the best uh, Brooklyn accent I can because of our Super Mario. Uh, oh, God, this will be good. Yeah, I got one. How dare you? All right, Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was pretty is- bad. I'm sorry. You try Brooklyn accent. And I got to get into character. Uh, yeah. I'm walking here. Yeah, I got one. How dare you? No, that doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, that's also bad. Can that you try? Bad. How about you just pick and, no, like... How about you try? Brooklyn. I never Bro- claimed to be able to do it. How about... Okay, you just came back from Cancun. How about in a Cancunish accent? Cancun- Cancunish. Cancunish. Mexican? Cancunish. <laughs> <laughs> there were lots of people from Cancun. Right. Use a Cancun uh, Let me do my best Cancun accent. What am I trying to say? I bet right, you can. Uh, I'm no, walking but, here. I bet you before can. This bet horrible you can thing, no, before this me, horrible thing comes me. out. All right, it's been great. <laughs> that's a drunk American. <laughs> yeah, that's a fairly good point. Um, but yes, thank you very much for listening to episode 59. Next is 60. Ooh. And I believe 60 is Sherlock Gnomes. If that you think we should not do that horrible yeah. film... Please, all right. forms of social media yeah. that Ian yeah. has said, tell Give us not up. to. Please. Please, please, God. Please. But for our next episode, if you uh, if you do send us in your top five combo characters, I'll read them out on next week's episode. Yeah. Tell us who you love and why. And we love a review. Please, please leave us reviews. Yes. For those of you who have left us a review, thank you very much. For those of you who listen, thank you very much for listening. And, you know, if you think you have a friend or two who might enjoy the show, they might, you know... Like listening to Ian's Egypt stories or why... Surprisingly, I was actually really surprised that Deadpool was on your list. Why Deadpool was on your list? Tell them about us. They might um, enjoy us. But, and if you can't convince them to listen, maybe you want to give them a free comic book and you can come down on free comic book day yeah. and listen to us there. We'll sign the book. Yeah. The property... It'll the, probably the, devalue it yeah. significantly. Yeah, I was say, we'll know. sign it. <laughs> but and I, I'll be there ready to sign your chest. Dutrum. I don't know if a Sharpie will get through this hair. Right anyway, on the live stream. <laughs> on the live stream. I don't know if a Sharpie will get through my body hair. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I've been Duty Duty Duty. I'm Duty signing off. I've been Tom. I've been in. Huge for Long Johnson returning. And we'll see you guys next week. Saladas. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.